30 to 40 something year olds to talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And if you guys want to hang out with us live and in person, follow us on Twitch. Chris over there, Guyver Unit 01, G U Y V E R U N T 01. I'm also on Twitch, uh, not as often now. Neither one of us are. We're kind of slacking a little bit, but we'll get back in it. I'm K Sig on Twitch, K underscore S I G. We try to stream every Friday and Saturday night. Uh, the links to the channels are down in the show notes below us below and also if that's not your thing join the discord we got a discord server there's all kinds of conversation going on from everything from movies to comics to beer and ball sports and fantasy ball sports and video games and and just whatever it's all there join one of us one of us one of us one of us it's a good time and it's free and it's don't free be, it costs you nothing it. yeah come join the community bunch of cool people in there hanging out and be rob and so, <laughs> check it out. And B-Rob. Speaking of B-Rob, mm-hmm. we have two guests with us today. One who is, I guess, being fashionably late. Um, the other who is prompt and on time and a way better friend. Uh-huh. Because uh, he he's on time. Yep. Way less uh, fashionable. And <laughs> welcome back, B-Rob. Mm-hmm. Good friend of our show, listener. B-Rob is one of our uh, knowledge gurus for a lot of different Marvel events, a lot of nerd stuff. We lean on him heavily. He's just super busy with both his kids and work and, you know, basically real life. So he's not on as often as we'd like him to be, but yeah, for welcome you guys back, B-Rob. That are just listening, We um, he's actually live and uh, on location in Cloud City right now. I don't uh-huh. tell. But... Cloud City, City, City. <laughs> They're redoing it. He's there for but safety I'm, reasons. I'd much rather be there than where I'm actually at in Houston, where it is extremely hot. So. Uh, it's hot here, so I can only imagine Houston right now. Mm-hmm. Did you at least get to fly, or did you have to drive? Oh, no, I flew. Yeah, I'm here till I flew in Monday morning, and I fly out Friday night. So Ugh. the full week of, of training, so it's awesome. <laughs> awesome. I didn't hear the sarcasm there. Um, I wasn't bit. giving any. So I'm oh, glad good. you didn't pick it up. Um, Justin, so we can't pick it up. Good. Um, Justin will be here. Doctor Justin will be here a little later. He's old people sitting. He's scared. He's scared. It's like it's almost seven thirty in the eye. I think he is. He's he's probably having breakfast. The horrible things that he says to me in the Discord. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for those of you who aren't in the Discord, I'm leaning back for this. Getting comfy. Yep. There is a small little war going on and i am enjoying the hell out of it so we're doing the steven tyler agtn steven tyler english fantasy football league and i think the two people that are the most vested in this are justin and b rob and jesse's actually getting in there too he's the new guy yeah um the one who's been talking shit the whole time well, Hughes, is, Hughes likes to run his mouth a little bit, so I got something for him, too. <laughs> Jesse, okay. Jesse does not like to run his mouth a little bit, so just get ready once he starts winning. Um, if. 
if he starts yeah, winning. You can prevent that by being. <laughs> yeah. Only you can prevent Jesse wins. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest travesty in your show's history was me not being able to be on that podcast for the draft. And the most interesting thing happening was learning about the African herd. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to make this longer next year. <laughs> I thought it was adequate. I Googled it. It was average. You know, it was perfectly sustainable length of a show. So it was great. It was a great show. And mm-hmm. I knew if every pick I made, I well, what, uh, what is Justin going to say? Yeah, and I knew every. Was, I, if I wasn't driving, I would have took a shot every time you said that dreaded word about the bandwagon team <laughs> that I hope turns over every week, and who is running off to another conference because they're uh, scared. Yeah, I would say just wait bang. till we go to the SEC. So, just mm-hmm. wait. All about the money, money. It is. He That's was talking a lot of crap. He, like rapid fire. Right, just, like, just, so I would have been just, talking. Sniper it in there. I, I mean, he does know his shit though. He does. I mean, but he I think it says a shit. lot. His yeah. team names the uh, the Gotham crying orphan or whatever, and my team's break the bat with a picture yep. of Bane. Yep, so. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Well, if we're, we got to um, get all the praise out before he actually gets on the show. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, look who's coming in. All right. No, Wait, no more on, talking good on. about him. No, he's no, here no. Now. Just keep talking. Okay. And then, when's um, the last time somebody used the word "good" and "justin" in a sentence other than it life? hasn't that, been that very often at all. Like. In fact, it's far and few between. With that particular Justin or like any Justin? Because Timberlake's pretty cool. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, he is really cool. I don't know, but Jessica Biel feels differently. Well, that is true, too. And I mean, the other members, the other more talented members of NC. And that is how a a bill becomes law. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind finding out how Jessica Biel feels. So. Yes, that is how a bill becomes law. Oh, uh, Justin. Hi, Justin. Hey. Hello. What's up? What's up, we baby weren't beard? Just talking. <laughs> there wasn't just shit being talked about uh, on the uh, back and forth about the fantasy football at all. We were oh. talking about how a bill became law. Oh, mm-hmm. good. That's uh, so much more interesting than fantasy football, at least my team. So, uh, you know, it's only one week. Only one you're week. Two, you're 2-0. and oh. How can you be mad? No, I'm I'm one and one. I lost. Oh, I thought you were two and zero. Oh. No, I lost this last week. Um, so it was it was a crazy week of injuries and weird scores and everything. So uh, I'm just chalking it up to that's why I don't bet on football is because crazy stuff like that happens every week. So well, and then like I said, uh, no, B Rob was just saying how much of a travesty it was that he wasn't on the football episode. Agreed. I agree. I know you got in my head. Every pick I made, I was like, <laughs> what is Justin going to say? <laughs> he was driving and he was just paranoid the whole time. He kept looking over his shoulder. I know. Mm-hmm. He's watching. Between listening to you yell that dreaded six letter word and our seven letter word, I don't know. And then a deer in Louisiana. I didn't know what the hell which way to look. <laughs> Potatoes? Cowboys. C-O-T-A-T-O. It's a bad, it's a bad word. Every time I'd say cowboys, he'd hate it. Ah, C O W B O. Okay, yeah, you're right. That it adds up. Mass checks out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. well, we are talking about today. Well, introduction. Doctor Justin's with us. Thank you, Doctor Justin. Doctor. Doctor. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Hi, Doctor Justin. <laughs> um. Good news. He bought suppositories. Um. So yeah, what are we talking about today? 
we are talking about all the announcements they had at D23. D23, of course, is Disney's premier event that they hold every year where they do all their announcements for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Or two or three now. Um, instead of just the year, it could be future. There was so much stuff. There was so much. We're probably stuff. not going to be able to touch it all. No, we're not. Um, we're going to try. I guarantee we'll do a better job than Jordan Fisher and Ashley Eckstein did on the two little snippets they did. What were they, 30 minute episodes on Disney Plus? Those were awful. Those were oh, yeah. terrible. Disney should hire us, all four of us, right now. Because we could bring chassis. We would bring our own chassis. <laughs> Chris has his on standby, ready to go. Mine's out in the truck. I got a, I got a truck bottle ready. You never know. It's really hard to apply going down the interstate, but or in the middle of class have. when you're teaching, I don't recommend that. I got a disc. That's the best time to do it. You've got. <laughs> we did have we we do have some chassis believers now though. Yeah, Although the audience just watching you, that's the best time to do it. It Look is. <laughs> Look me in the eye. <laughs> no, not anymore. I, I will tell you, maybe on the Mr. college Hughes, level, but... Justin, I asked him about it because he was one of the winners. He goes, who oh, couldn't tell the difference? Uh, I'm like, you non-sweaty bitch. Yeah. See if, see if we give him anything again. That's what he gets for working in a pharmacy every day. Yeah. So he needs a real oh. man's job. He's got access yeah. to the prescription stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, got, he's got powder and there's got a seven day waiting period. And you're going to Viagra doesn't make you sweat, right? Mm. Mm. Oh, look on the bottle. <laughs> Ask Hughes. <laughs> Ask Hughes. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about D23. Yeah. Wrong D. Okay. Wrong D. It's never the wrong D. <laughs> so let's start off by the first one on the list. Muppets Mayhem in 2023 series focused on the Electric Mayhem band and their first ever studio album. I am pumped for this one. I am. We know I'm a Muppets fan to begin with, and I think that this is going to be such an interesting take on the Muppets because we've never seen something like this before. Hmm. We get a full Electric Mayhem like show. So yeah, was it's Doctor Teeth? Doctor Teeth. Um, Animals. What's that? Janice. 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 Yep, Janice. Floyd, who was based off of. Anyone? John Lennon. Ah. Based off of John oh, Lennon okay. from, from the Sgt. Pepper album. Okay, I can see that. And then uh, my, my, fav- my favorite animal. Mm-hmm. Ooh, is there an echo? Yeah. yeah. Echo. Talk about that later. That's what I worry. Is it going to be like just totally about animal? I hope not. Uh, I like me some Dr. Teeth. Um, Set you up there. Well, that's not on your dating profile. <laughs> I like teeth. Have they released or said how many songs are going to be on the studio album? Because it, it'd be cool if it was a full full album instead of like an EP with like four songs. But I haven't, I've read and I haven't seen anything that confirms how many mm-hmm. songs, uh, new songs they're actually releasing. I haven't seen it. There's one song that's already out called Can You Picture That that I have not listened to yet, but I probably should. Yeah, Um, we got one out, and then I guess there'll be more later. I don't know. Yeah, so Floyd's full name is Floyd Pepper, if that tells Uh, you anything. That makes sense. Then you've got Zoot, 
you have um, Zoots, the saxophone player. Yep. And then you've got Lips. Um, Lips plays the trumpet. Lips is, I would say Lips is probably the more little or known one. Yeah, Zoot's got a cool look to him. He's like a blue weird owl. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that too. I don't know. I'm, I am just really pumped because, like I said, this is I love Muppets, and I think this would be an interesting take on this, especially if they do it like documentary style, like a behind the music. I think that would be really interesting. I hope Grover is in it, just running like a boom mic back and forth, <laughs> like he just comes. You just see, he just comes right up near. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be awesome if it was like this is spinal tap meets <laughs> like if it was that like it'd be my favorite thing i've ever seen in my life Turn it all about to that. 11 one <laughs> the count is just running the, <laughs> the fader <laughs> they would never record ever <laughs> 11 ah 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 you're ah. at 15 minutes <laughs> oh god okay so we got through one show that's on the list <laughs> there's um, so many there's like i think that there's close to probably 40 on this list that yeah, we together. won't get through them all but we'll we'll at least mention them yeah i'm excited about this one abc american born chinese based off of the graphic novel um it was a, I think it's a regular young adult novel first, then it became a graphic novel. Um, it's about an Asian kid who gets caught up with the Chinese mythology, the gods, mm-hmm. like a war between the gods, which I think is great. And the cast looks amazing for this. Anything Michelle Yeoh, I'm all for. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, who else was in it? It was because it's a mini series, isn't it? Yeah, in the uh, resurgence so, yeah. of um, oh shoot, what was his name in uh, short round. Jones? Short round, yeah, yep, short, short, round. Round. short round. Thank you. So the resurgence Yee-Hoo of Kwan. is continuing because not only is he in this, he's going to be in the new uh, Indiana Jones as well. And oh, and um, uh, the Star Wars. Uh, no? Okay, what's the other one? Loki, season two. He's playing He's playing an agent. Yeah. Apparently a pretty big one. Um, yeah, it's a Disney Plus original series, but yeah, Michelle Yeoh can do no wrong. Um, I'm excited about that one. I, that's a book I've had on my list that I wanted to read, just never gotten there yet. Have any of you guys read that book yet? I have not. I haven't. I was just, I was just looking it up, so I didn't. So I didn't feel totally lost. Yeah, I I typically don't do YA, even though I love YA young adult novels. Uh, but typically, <laughs> I don't teach. YA, so, <laughs> thank you for specifying. Well, the listeners may not know what YA is. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's not just you three I'm talking to, jerks. <laughs> uh, There's so two yeah. other people listening, probably. This, I think this highlights one of the most important things I saw as I was going through and reading casts and everything is the diversity that they're really shooting for. And we could, we'll probably talk about this when we get to a certain other uh, remake that's coming out here soon. Um, but so impressed with how Disney is not just keeping it, you know, the same, but 
um, having American Born Chinese as a, a its own series and having several of these others that are its own series, but then also specifically who they're casting uh, in these, it's you can tell that they're taking a, a really uh, careful look at not only the type of program, programming that they have, but who they're putting in their program, which mm -hmm. is awesome. I love the direction they're going. Well, I this think, is one I know nothing about, so it's really the cast that's really going to make me watch it. I'm so excited because Short Round, Data, I mean, those are two of my all-time favorite characters. And, um, yeah. You know, I, I really I mean, am a huge fan of his. I was lucky yeah. enough to meet him at a Comic-Con one time, so uh, just a really, so awesome. I'm really excited for it. So. Okay. Well, they have, um, Justin, I think you called it best on one of your posts, uh, Representation Matters what you put on facebook um last week i think mm -hmm. and i completely agree with that i think it's phenomenal um they what i'm really excited about this they've announced two of the gods in the cast already one is sung Wong kong who goku is based off of in dragon ball z or the monkey king which i love sung Wong kong anyway and i think it was wei chen yeah wei chen wei you guys don't he's known as the backdoor god Ooh, i thought that yes. was kyle's that that was also kyle's nickname okay in college um but the he you better believe it he's the he's the god of domestic protection he's supposed to be guarding your house stuff like that because you know mm. the oriental cultures have like you know gods for everything like the god of lemon drops and you know jeff the god of biscuits stuff like that orville the god of popcorn yeah, Orville, the god of popcorn. So I'm really, I'm really excited about that one. I think that that one has a, that one's going to hit home for me being Chinese American. I think it's really cool. We're finally getting some representation. Um, next up, this is one. Where are we right now? We're on Percy Jackson and the yeah. Olympians. B Rob, why don't you start off with this one because I know you and I have talked about this one. I am so excited this may be this is probably in the top five of the things i'm most excited for that came out of d23 somebody's finally gonna freaking do this right mm -hmm. i am such a fan of the books i do go ya i know justin doesn't that's just one of the many things we differ on so um but you know that started out as just like a challenge to one of my nephews to get him to read more but those rick Jordan. I always butcher his name, but he does such an amazing job in his books. And that series can go so many places. Mm -hmm. And I'm just very excited that they're going to do the young, a younger cast. I really hope some of the, um, they brings back some of the original actors in different roles. Yep. Um, especially a lot, Alexandra Daddario. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, I'm really excited. It's such a great series. Um, I think they brought a great, uh, great Percy um, some of the other castings were, um, uh, I, I, was, I don't know much about them, um, so they're a little more interesting to me when I think there were some other choices out there. Um, but, you know, I don't get paid the big bucks to Monday morning quarterback when, you know, I can't even coach a winning fantasy football team. So, Look at that. <laughs> so, so B-Rob, let me ask you this. Uh, since you're a fan, are you happy, excited, however you want to say it, about it being a series and not just a movie? Or would you prefer it to have be more of a, a movie style? I think anytime there's a book series that is, is so big, I think it's always better to do a series to really be able to get into the characters, to really to get 
into, you know, what Percy's feeling because he doesn't know who his dad is and, you know, how Grover's feeling because he's always, you know, he's playing, you know, second fiddle to Percy or, mm-hmm. you know, then you put Annabeth in, you know, and the, the huge dynamic with the other gods and, you know, I mean, they're essentially all, it's all family and just everything that plays into that. And one of my favorite characters, Clarissa LaRue, um, really getting to dive into who these characters are and, and push and give these air, give these actors a chance to really put their stamp on something. So definitely in the series. I agree with that. I completely agree with that. What I'm excited about with this is I I'm with B Rob. I love these books. Like I ate these books up as soon as they came out, you know, I've reread them disappointed by the movies it was cool when they came out just because you know you get to see the books that you love on the big screen but it didn't do them justice um is this coming out as like a a full reboot a soft reboot a continuation it's a a complete reboot okay it's it's the movies don't exist at this point according to this okay so get behind that um, And and these actors are of an age that they could truly grow with the series where yep. if they tried to do anything with that cast now, it's unrealistic. So they're kind of taking the, uh, the Harry Potter approach to planning yep. it out, yeah. getting the appropriate age or maybe even a little bit younger so they can, so they don't age out through the course of the story. Well, and I'm hoping that this leads into that the series is such a success, like hmm, maybe we can pick up some of his other books. Cause like, the Cain Chronicles, I love that yeah. one. That's the Egyptian Chronicles, and there was a crossover at one point in one of the books. Yeah, the Son of Sobek, I think, yeah. was it? Yeah, um, I think that was it. Um, but it, that's all about the Egyptian culture, and that one was just so fun. And so I'm hoping that they can just bring all this, you know, it, it blends, I love mythology anyway, modern with the old, the new. Well, the even old. the heroes of Olympus, because then yes. it brings in the Roman side of it. So yes. it's just, everything he does is just. Old. Yeah. Like Midas. And it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm, the Magnus Chase series where it brings in the Nord. I mean, Chet, uh, Kyle, you'd love that. because it's all Yeah, you Norse. would like that one. Would. So. Put that on the list that I might ever never get to but i can yeah sure as hell try justin do you know anything about these books I, I was actually looking i think i have several of them uh in my library but it's just not something um it's not something i gravitate to though mm-hmm. but i very much appreciate i know of them and very much appreciate their place within the literary world and all of that so so everything b rob saying totally i've seen i've heard and uh there's a lot of excitement around it because there's a lot of fans um you know just like the hunger games just like the um harry potter series there's a lot a lot a lot of interest because they're so, they're written so well and as you point out there's so many different facets that people have an inroad to get into that uh, I think it's smart for them to, you know, for the mouse to buy up all of these properties and, and honestly do it right. Um, I'm, I'm okay with the mouse buying Star Wars, Marvel, all of that, if they do it right. And so far, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything to show that they're going to do Percy Jackson wrong. And so I think it's going to be really fun to watch. Which is why I'm really pumped for, which is coming up on the list, Andor, which started today. Andor what? And or you're going to the mall later is what I was asking. Okay. 
this and or that. The Proud Family season two. I never really watched The Proud Family. That was that came out when I got a little bit older. I think we were all in, I think we were all in about college when that came out. Yeah. Except for Kyle, he was still in preschool. Um, I was in year six. But I think it's a little weird that they're picking up 20 years later, however long it is, because is the show still relevant now? But is it great that there's representation? Because this was one of the early shows that showed a strong Black family um, that was together that wasn't like, you know, we live in the hood. We're, it's gangbanging. It wasn't Bebe's kids. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's already been one season of this iteration of the Proud Family. It came out like last February or early last so, year. So this is the second season. On that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good point. I don't know. It's just, I, I, I think, like Justin said, representation matters. And so apparently it's doing well enough, hitting well enough that it's good enough for season two. Mm-hmm. So has any of you watched it? I think I already know the answer. Nope. No, and representation does matter, but I think... I think you have to hang your hat on something that is going to reach more. And that was, that's just not one that I feel like, I mean, like you said, maybe it is because it's hitting a season two, but I just, I feel like there are other, other shows that that could have reached more people. I and, think, yeah, go ahead. Okay. I think, I think that they could have done something like just my opinion, like an animated Wakanda series, like tales from Wakanda. Because, A, that's so relevant right now with, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's this generation. And just think how cool it would be. Like, go through, like, different people's lives in Wakanda. Like, it, like in Avatar, the cabbage vendor, how he had kind of his, his day. You could do just stuff like that, people of Wakanda. I think that would be interesting. I would watch that, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm so not the demographic for, for this. Um, you know, new season of Rick and Morty. Cool. I'm, I've already caught up in all of that, but this is just not mine. So that's why I'm like sitting back, just listening to you yeah. <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to bash it, but at the same time, it's, it's, <clears throat> it doesn't appeal to us, I think, as 40 something year old men. Sure. So, I mean, although we were it, just going to give it a fair shot, though. Just to yeah, see. I mean, that, no, we're, Jane, we're not telling anyone not to. If it got a second season, I want to. I may go back and watch season one just to. Might be worth see. it. Yeah. I'll report you know what's later. got multiple seasons that you haven't fully watched yet? The Clone Wars. So Clone, Clone Wars. <laughs> Clone Wars. One Piece. What else? Let's throw it all in there. Well, Clone Wars first, because then Bad Batch will make a lot more sense. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Clone Wars, it goes really quickly. It goes, it goes. After you get past. After you get to season two, halfway through, it flies. Yeah. And I feel like you're going to want to watch that before the new series comes out. Where it's, um, that I'm sure we're going to talk about here in a minute. So, yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. yep. So, next up, National Treasure Series. <laughs> Kyle put the show nobody asked for, but we're getting anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking too. You know what? I'd watch it. I probably will watch it. You know what? It, there's no Nick Cage. I'm good. 
Oh, did he end up not making it? Making no, never no. mind. I'm out. Is, is uh, we've had Riley this conversation, haven't is that we? His name? Uh, I don't. I haven't seen it. I saw that Catherine Zeta Jones is in it, but uh, I haven't seen the full list of the cast. But but all I was looking for was give me more Nick Cage. I always want more Nick Cage. Oh, mm-hmm. No, no Nick Cage. I'm good. Yeah. Especially yeah, since they're, they're releasing seventy shows all at the mm. same time. Okay, I can. I don't have to watch that one necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'll go over to these other fifteen that I like. Yeah, I'll still give it a shot. I'll still yeah. give it a shot. Now you're excited about this next one. Oh, and I think the uh, Justin and B Rob are too. Um, Devil dinosaur, or Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, which we talked about in our earlier podcast too. <clears throat> that show, like the animation style, is so unique on it. I think it's going to be so much fun. The series, the story, the premise is so unique in it. I just think it's going to be a, I think it's just going to be a really good one. It's going to be one of those sleeper ones because not a lot of people know about Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I'm kind of watching the little trailer right now and and I like the style of it. It's giving me like a little bit, I don't know, now it doesn't. I was like, there was a little bit of like Dexter's Laboratory vibes. Yep. I can see that, yeah. But, but there's then, a Lot then it kind of shifts away yeah no mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in it but i am really excited about that one um justin b rob did you guys ever read that yes yeah i'm hoping that they do their own thing of course but they still kind of keep the spirit of jack kirby mm-hmm. um, i if they're able to nail that i think this is going to be like you said a sleeper it's going to be one of those that people are going to look back and go oh i didn't think that was going to be that good but man and i think it especially with um having moon girl in there too i think it's gonna relate and with the animation it's going to relate to a younger different audience yeah uh that's going to expose these these characters and really help them to grow within the mcu or uh you know whatever uh universe they are part of uh, right. this cartoon but i think it's going to be great uh like i will watch me <laughs> and all of it mm-hmm. for sure B-Rob, I think the kids will really enjoy this one. Yeah, this isn't one that I really know a whole lot about, but I did get excited hearing you guys talk so highly of it on that other one. So I'm definitely I'm definitely ready to watch it. And the fact that Lawrence Fishburne um, produced it as well as um, his voice in the Beyonder, I think is going to be really cool. So I'm all in on it, um, although I, I really don't know anything and about it. So. It's, it's gonna, I think it's going to be a good ride. Yeah. Um, this one already came out. Zombies three. Mm-hmm. So their announcement that they had out there. Uh, when did it come out? Like last couple of days. Uh, no, Zombies three has been out for a while. Yeah, it's been. Why out did they like have a listed? Oh, okay. Then why, okay, well, I was just bringing that up on there because I know, like, I've caught bits and pieces of it because my daughter loves it. Um, my girls loved it. I couldn't Ugh. get into it. I so, tried. It's like. Lee with zombies? I don't know. I don't know it's what's a, going it's on. It's a zombie musical. Zombie love story yeah. musical. And I love all things zombie. I could. Rob. Rob. No. The and. songs just get into your head. And they're and don't get me they're wrong. I'm a, I'm a I'm a big McDonnelly. Um uh can't remember his name. Um I know his mom's name, but anyway, um they're good. The third one's better than the second one. The first one's still the best. Mm-hmm. I've watched them all multiple times. There are definitely a lot worse things out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed them. I'm a big musical guy, so 
So give me, give me the premise of it, because it's it is definitely not on my radar. So no. it's in high school and like zombies. <laughs> like so basically, high school. So basically, back in the first in the first movie, there was a like a nuclear accident. It turned half the town into zombies, and they have to wear special bands to keep them in check so they don't go crazy and eat everybody's brains. So like it's kind of segregated. Half the town's normal. Half the town's zombies. It, it makes the them intelligent to go to, too. Yeah, then the zombies they get so they have normal jobs, they have a school, then they combine the high school. And think of the segregated South. I was gonna say there's there's a lot of analogies you can easily put to that. Right. Which already piques my interest. Right. And then zombies two introduced werewolves into mm-hmm. and then zombies three had werewolves, zombies, and then now aliens. Aliens. So <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's think of Romeo and, and Juliet. <laughs> it's called Prawn. Yeah, because their uh, mascot is actually the called shrimp. the Prawn. Yeah, no, Prawn, P-R-A-W-N, because their their mascot's the Mighty Shrimp. Oh, okay, okay. So the uh, the songs are really addictive. They are super addictive, and it's actually a good watch. The first one was the best one. I will tell you that because we had it on constantly around here. <clears throat> but it's segregated South meets Romeo and Juliet meets sci-fi. Okay. Is what it is. With songs. With songs. Oh, and meets Monday Night Football. Yeah. And hardcore fucking. Oh, and <laughs> that would make it even better. <laughs> oh, meets um, Bring It On, too. Okay. Maybe a little high school it's musical thrown in. It's already been brought-ed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm pumped about this one, too. Had, okay. Star, Star Wars, Wars yep. Young Jedi Adventures. And go. Okay, so what I've gathered from this, this is, and correct me if I'm <laughs> wrong, looks like it's geared more towards like the little, little ones from what I've seen. Like, um, as far as the style and stuff, so maybe like, our smallest ones is ages, you know, that maybe get get into it a little bit more. I thought I saw something with some of the animation style on, but um, it is set during the High Republic area era. Yeah, la, la. <clears throat> it's, done. it's I'm done with words. Okay, it's <laughs> focused. It's really short episodes. It's like, um, what was the one with the girls? The the forest, like the little like two minute ones. The like with Ray, and then it would have Leia. Oh, oh, and Sabine. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that called? <clears throat> but like the um, the Groot, the that's the latest yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so minutes, this the Young Jedi Adventures is geared exactly like those. It's geared for preschoolers. It's yeah. an introduction to Star Wars for preschoolers, <clears throat> and that's why, based off of research the episodes are as long as they are because that's how long you're going to keep a preschooler's attention for. They're doing the whole short format. 100%. TikTok, YouTube, <laughs> short, style, quick attention grab, move on to the next thing. But it shows like uh, a young um, Count Dooku in there. Um, cool. A young Mace Windu. Can you um, imagine, and this, will be, uh, this won't be the last thing I say that's semi-negative, how good... This type of series would be if it was about Jason, Jaina, Ben Skywalker, 
You mean the well, original like, uh, Young Jedi yeah, how Academy it stuff? Supposed, how it was supposed to go before they invented Ray and Finn and everybody else. The leg- what uh, what do they call them now? Legends, the Legends yeah. series. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, that's I think a, that- that's a, that's right where my mind went when I heard <clears throat> about this series is how awesome that could have been. I'm still holding out that they're going to do a Disney Plus shows on that, like live action. I'm not going to happen, but I'm going to hold out for it. I'm excited for the Young Jedi Adventures, uh, the series finale. Whenever they finally get to meet uh, Anakin Skywalker, they're going to be so excited. (laughs) Yep. It's going to be a shocker. (laughs) It's going to be a bloodbath. (laughs) It's going to be a bloodbath. But it's definitely going to be the series finale. Mm-hmm. There was a fire, and... <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the series, fatality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was the next one? So we're moving on into spooky time, pumpkin spice land. Spooky time, Hoc- pumpkin spice land. Hocus um, pocus two. Ooh. Yes, I am super excited about this just because i loved hocus pocus i love how they have all the sanderson sisters back um have you all read have they had anything else like from the original cast or is that just the billy story? billy's the only one okay billy's the only one yeah uh, yeah he's the only one coming back because they didn't get uh, max danny or can't remember the girlfriend's name Allie, allison 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 yeah um which that's kind of a disappointment to me um but i am really excited about this because i love hocus pocus yeah because like two years ago they did that big like reunion kind of thing like a big concert and everything that jordan fisher i think hosted that had all of the cast there and so and they all seemed very geared toward doing something like this so i i'm really interested to know why like thor birch and and the rest of them didn't um maybe they just didn't get asked i don't know but I think I'm super pumped for it. I am money. too. It's always money. <clears throat> um, oh, oh, one. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll go on. Justin, I mean, do you have anything to add to that or just yay? Yay. I've never seen Hocus Pocus, so I know I'm a bad person. Everyone loves it. It's such a classic, and I've just never, never been like, hey, let's sit down and watch Hocus Pocus. So I will for sure before the second one comes out because I need to know what all of the hubbub is. I'm probably fine. Yeah. So, um, me and Kyle, me and the backdoor god will get together and we'll watch it. Watch a little Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Let's rewind real quick. You're going to Netflix um, and chill? Yeah. With himself. Disney. We're going to Disney Plus and... Wait. Never mind. <laughs> Plus and Pulse. Um, so let's rewind real quick. <clears throat> One we forgot to mention that I was actually kind of excited about a disney plus tv show the santa clauses mm. i know the santa claus is mixed with a lot of people there's no in between you either like them or you hate them i've never heard anyone say eh, they're okay i was gonna say they're not bad yeah i like them i, I don't really love like them. them i don't hate them um but they're doing a tv show and cal Penn's in it and they're releasing the first two in November, November 16th, and then an episode a week after that. Um, thoughts? Not everyone at it. once. I'll watch it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand how people could not like them. 
I guess I'm such a hardcore fan because that's I mean, the original is in my top three of all time Christmas movies. And I'm a okay, huge well, Christmas. The original, yeah. Christmas movie guy. Yeah, granted, they get bad um, or they get worse as it went on. But I mean, I still think they're all they're all definitely more watchable than some. And I'm really excited that uh, they're bringing back Bernard, the character, to be in this in the series. So, oh, good uh, up, man. Yep. I just hope his mom's in there. <laughs> the, uh, what I was impressed looking through the, the list was, and I'll watch the Santa Clauses for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I was impressed that I think Disney Plus is going to be on nonstop during the Christmas season in my household because there's so much Christmas content that's going to be coming out. And a lot of it is not just Star Wars or Marvel. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has nothing to do with any of those properties. And so I think it's going to have a pretty wide appeal. Everything from the pentatonics to, I think they're doing something with a nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's like uh, a hip hop nutcracker. The hip hop version. With Run and, DMC? Yes. Oh, I will watch the shit out of that. Oh, I know. That's, that, when I saw Run DMC, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm watching that. And so it, I think the, the Christmas season is going to be one of the best as far as content just on Disney Plus alone. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and see all this. Oh, I agree. Um, what was the one with Anna Kendrick a couple years ago? Noel. Noel. Like, I have yet to watch that one, but I've heard it's great. It's good. Um, she can I do will, no well. Noel. I will tell you, if during this Nutcracker run DMC, if Christmas and Hollis is not played, oh, I will be sorely disappointed. And they bring back that one little elf in the video. Like, I'm going to be disappointed. Kyle, an elf is uh, who lives with Santa. Oh, okay. I never got presents. So. Santa <laughs> is a guy with a better beard than me. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> I'm going to eat my popcorn. Next, I'm actually kind of excited about this one too. Live action Peter Pan and Wendy. Mm-hmm. I'm so always apprehensive when they do live action of the beloved animated classics that we love so much because for me, I have high, such a high expectation. So that's an argument that I had with Kat the other night. What's one that they did wrong in your mind? Because Kat's had the similar thing. Is oh, they're just not always that good. I was like, well, which one was bad? Well, Maybe and see, it, it's it's to me they haven't been bad, bad, but it's just that apprehension that I have because I have this perfect ideal of my childhood watching these movies and good memories associated with them. I'm just afraid that they're going, someone is going to mess something up live action, and it's not going to translate well. That's just like one of those fears for me. Um. I had that fear with Lady and the Tramp, and I ended up really liking it. So Dumbo was fine. Pinocchio was fine. And so I think that's my fear is that it's just going to continue to be, it's fine. fine. Uh, Instead of like, wow, that was really good. Uh, I kind of felt the same way about, or with The Lion King, I was like, oh, this was my favorite. And Aladdin actually was my favorite growing up. And watching that, I was like, it was fine. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. I, I actually um, enjoyed but, it. You know, I wanted it. So, and it, it's not fair. It's not fair to have such high expectations 
you know, with, and, and we do the same thing with Star Wars and Marvel and DC and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, such my expectations. It's almost impossible to meet those expectations. Um, but yeah, I've, I can't think of one where I was just like, oh God, that was a turd burger. Mm-hmm. Um, that all of the remakes, they've, they've put some care into it and, and done that. Now with like the Maleficent where they've tried to retell something, mm-hmm. that's where I think they've gotten a little awry in some, some areas. But yeah, I think the remakes have been pretty solid all the way, starting with, what was it, Cinderella? Uh, right. That was Cinderella was good. I really really liked Mulan. Yeah, Mulan, I really liked Mulan. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple that I thought, oh, wow. That's- how, much, how much of it is because, like, the music, even at the like, even in, in Aladdin, and I think Aladdin to me is Will the Smith. one is the one where the music was better than the, the animated. I think that's the only one for me that I think was as good or better than the animated. I, I didn't feel like Beauty and the Beast. I didn't think I didn't feel like um, the live action Beauty and the Beast was better than Paige O'Hara. Um, you know, there was no music in Mulan, but it didn't need to be because of the story it was telling. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Dumbo, you know, there was a lot of, you know, Baby of Mine was on there, but that was really it. So how much of that do you think plays into what we're so used to and what we attribute to being just the amazing memories of our childhood and sitting there singing along with, you know, with those songs? <laughs> that's a great a point. I think a I lot. I think that's most of it, yeah. Because we watched those movies for the most part when we were, young kids and like music appeals to young kids that's how you you may not remember everything that happened in the movie but we had those songs marketed to us to death as kids not just from the movie you know we were hearing them everywhere because they wanted to sell toys so however you can keep that in a little kid's head it works obviously because we're still talking about the songs 30 years later um i so in your mind, which which is your least favorite live action? My least favorite live action? The only one that I've watched through to the end. I've, like, it's still the whole thing of starting them and then nev- never finishing things. Um, may have been, I think it was Dumbo was the last one that I watched all the way through the end. So I don't have a whole lot to compare it to. Um, I will watch Pan and Wendy, though, because I love the Peter Pan story. And... Not to veer off from your question, but to go off onto this with with our concerns about things going to live action, there's been tons of live action Peter Pan through the years. Mm-hmm. And not just like Disney Peter Pan. What was the um it just started playing Hook. on Netflix again? Hook. Well we had Hook. Hook, Pan. Pan. Um the Peter Pan one. Um there was one. Oh, which one was? I can't remember who was uh but I really like that one from the 2000s, early 2000s. It was, was it just Pan? Okay, Pan is the one I'm thinking of this that's showing on Netflix again right now. Um, that was a little different. Not that one. Yeah, that one was like the retelling, retelling. It was called, maybe it was just called Peter Pan. Peter Pan. So I do love... Peter Pan stars. Uh, Peter Pan, there we go. It was from, the one I really liked was from, who's in it? PJ Hogan was the director. What year was it? That's the one I'm thinking about. 
so I mean, here's something we kind of 2003. It was from 2003. So there's been one, two, three. There's Finding Neverland. We'll count that four, five. I'm putting the link in the chat for you guys so you can see the one I'm talking about. So there's been several live action Peter Pan movies and, you know, you've got stage shows and all that. So I think where this could run the risk is not being good or bad, just kind of being lost in the, in the mix. You know what I mean? It's uh, we got another Peter Pan and Wendy movie and just how it's done. Hook is still my favorite Peter Pan movie by far. Rufy. Oh, oh. ring. play. Yeah. Um, Oh, there you are, Peter. Okay. That every morning. <laughs> so I'm just happy. I can see him. Um, do you guys think that with Disney now owning, you know, like everything, mm-hmm. especially all the 20th Century Fox stuff and the rights to like these rated R bringing going into like Deadpool rated R territory, um, Punisher, Daredevil, that kind of stuff. Do you think they would ever green light a true to form Peter Pan movie? What I mean by that is if you look at the real history and story of Peter Pan, it is dark as shit. Like when the Lost Boys got too old, they would run away, but in fact, Peter would bur- brutally murder them. Um, like it, like it's it's brutal. Like the real Peter Pan story is brutal. So, do you think Disney would ever greenlight that? The reason I bring this up is because you know Winnie the Pooh just lost its copyright license. Mm-hmm. It's been a hundred years, and now we're getting Blood and Honey. Mm-hmm. Which, oh God, I want to watch that so bad. I do too, but I'm torn because Winnie the Pooh is like my favorite Disney property. Mm-mm. Um, do you think that we'll ever get anything along that line? Disney would ever greenlight that just to get because we know the mouse. The mouse likes the bug. They I, won't. I they won't face the backlash. Yeah, I don't think they will because if you look at some of their other stories, uh, so you look at uh, Cinderella, you look at. Um, Oh, Snow White. You look at several of these other stories that they've adapted to make into these, you know, princess Disney movies. Mm -hmm. The originals are dark and uh, is not something you want to tell your kids, uh, at least unless you want them to not sleep. And so I think if they would have done something like that, they would have already done it because they have all those properties. Um, They haven't necessarily had a platform like Disney Plus. And so that may make a difference. But honestly, I don't think they want to soil the idea of what Cinderella really is to Disney or Snow sure. White is to Disney or what Peter Pan is to Disney. Now, if Gilmer Del Toro wants to go and make something cool, but I don't think I don't see Disney doing that for sure. They, they don't want to deal with the pearl clutching backlash. Mm-hmm. That's already happening about poo that people just don't understand. Like, hey, it's out there now. <laughs> it's it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, Mufasa. I am torn about this one. Because so, we know how it ends. Yeah. And I'm, um, I'm always like touch and go on prequels whenever it's not something that was really being called for. And so it, this is probably one of, of this entire list that I'm going to be like, eh, next, next. I love Lion King, but 
why do I want to know how Mufasa became king? Or the only thing the saving grace for is Barry Jenkins is involved and he's amazing uh, as a director, writer, and all of that. And so that's Seth the, Rogen too. Uh, yeah, Seth Rogen and, uh, and Billy Eichner. Yeah, mm-hmm. coming back as Pumbaa and um, Timon. Um, but, but yeah, everyone that's involved in it is seems like it's really good. But man, I just didn't really care to have a prequel of Mufasa. So it, that that could definitely just be me. There could be a huge, huge crowd out there that's just clamoring to find out how the dead king became king. But yeah. Find out there was a, there was a third brother that, they, that he killed off, threw off a cliff, <laughs> and that's how he became king. Was like, his name Scab? Because there was Scar. <laughs> so Mufasa, Scar, and Scab, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He ate him in the womb. Mm-hmm. It's a really short movie. Hey, Rob, you have any thoughts on this one? I'm kind of with, I'm with Justin. I, I'm just not something that I felt like I needed. Um, I mean, I'll watch it. Um, I know Kat's excited about it, um, and the kids are. Um, I, it's just not one that I think there's a lot of other things I would I would ask for before I ask for this. And that um, that is an interesting way for like us to measure. Like we have our excitement for the movie, but we all have you know we, the kids. They love it. They love it, you know, and, and we can get some joy from kids totally enjoying the movie, no matter how bad it ends up being, because this is now their future nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, maybe we, if the kids like it, then we'll get some joy from it, as long as we don't have to watch it over and over and over and over again. Here's your tablet. Watch it on that. Uh, next up, Snow White. I'm actually kind of excited about this one with the casting. Um, we have, I don't know, Rachel Zegler, do we know anything she's been in? I know she's mm. been in a lot of things, but I can't place it. I can't think of anything. And then Gal. Is it Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? I think because it's Ashley Gadot. Eckstein yeah, I think it's pronounced Gadot. that T at the end. And I was like, how did you not edit that out? <laughs> oh. I think it's Gadot. Rachel Ziegler was in West Side Story. Um, that's what it is. Oh, so the new one? Yeah. So she was the main, she was the lead in um, West Side okay. Story. Okay. Which was good. It yeah. was good. Oh, yeah, she's, she's, no, she's in a lot of stuff coming up. She's in, there's a new Hunger Games that she's going to be in. She's going to be in Shazam, Fury of the Gods. The Hungrier Games? Yeah. The What is this? I didn't even know this was a thing. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah, That's it's what? a book. It's about President Snow when he's a kid. Oh, this is another prequel. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'll watch um, that. Please tell me Gal is going to be grumpy. Or- oh, she has to be the evil queen. And she'll be amazing. Right. And she'll be the hottest evil queen ever. Oh, I, I hope I have many nightmares about her. <laughs> People go, yeah. I, hope, I hope there is as good as mine about Angelina Jolie as Maleficent or Justin. Yeah, I had nightmares, but it was just like, uh, I watched that movie. <laughs> Okay, this one I'm really, really excited about. The new Little Mermaid with mm-hmm. the first black Ariel. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read a really interesting article or this uh, by this um, marine biologist. He said, you know, if she was a mermaid and lived at the bottom of the sea, technically her skin would be dark. Things at the bottom of the sea are either translucent or dark because it's completely dark down there. You don't want to be light 
skinned where they can see you. That's why like sharks are darker on top, lighter on the bottom. Cause there's, mm -hmm. you're looking up, you'll see that light. You can't see them. They're basically invisible. I thought that was just a really scientific way of putting it. But how sad is that? That, oh, you, that that's even remotely needed. Oh, it's completely sad. It's pathetic. Because Hallie is going to do an amazing job. The first time I heard her and her sister do the Disney sing-along uh, to uh, Princess and the Frog mm -hmm. uh, with, I can't ever remember her name. Um, I knew she was going to do be an amazing at something Disney live action eventually. Right. And she's going to do great. Mm -hmm. It's I think it's going to be great. I'm very excited about this. I think she's gorgeous. She fits the part right. And it's just, I think it's sad that, like you said, it's even come to this, that it has to be defended. Yeah. I just, my only worry for it is, I hope, and even though there's source material, it doesn't get butchered like Green Lantern did. And we end up with a poor showing from Ryan Reynolds because of a horrible script. And everybody just bashes the actor when it was the what they were given to work with that was absolutely awful. Yeah. Right. Um, but Ryan Reynolds fixed it when he was Deadpool. Yeah, he fixed that time. He did do that, yeah. yeah. he did. He did uh, fix Melissa that. McCarthy is going to be Ursula. Is she really? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's true. That's going to be good. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. I think but she'll be a good Ursula. Is she purple enough? Well, she holds her breath. She's white, so she can play whatever she wants. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the idea that it got a hundred or one point five million dislikes on YouTube in the first two days—I mean, it just pathetic. It, it's not about she can sing her ass off. She's beautiful. She, you know, looks like a mermaid. Uh, there's nothing to dislike about this unless you're a racist asshole. And mm -hmm. so uh, it's just, I, I don't get it um, how all of that. And even Halle Berry is getting hate mail. Did yeah, because that? people thought it was her. Yeah, and it was like, oh, God. Yeah, you have to be stupid to be a racist. Um, so I really, I hope this kills. And I'm going to watch it four or five times just <laughs> to help that al algorithm. And of course, um, Little Mermaid's my my wife's favorite of all time, and so we'll we'll be watching it because not only um, it's it's a it will be good I'm sure, but also I want to help that algorithm. I want to help if it's it's shown in the theater. I'm going to go see it at least twice, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. to, to be able to get more diversity in this casting and not have an excuse for people to be like or for the mouse to be like, well, we can't can't cast diverse people in the future because it didn't do well at the box office. Uh, but I think with the backlash and everything, I think they're going to take extra care to make sure that this just kicks ass. Um, so there isn't that, the, the, oh, well, you know, the story was awful, so it must be Haley Bailey's fault or Holly Bailey's fault. Um, you know, it's not her fault, like, like B-Rob said. And so, yeah, it's, I'm hoping it's going to be good. I really do. Um, I, th I think one of the funniest tweets I saw, Halle Berry pointed out, someone tweeted at her, how this old ass bitch who's almost 60 going to be Ariel playing someone who's 20. And she's like, it's basically, you dumb fuck. I, it's not me. Read the name. 
is what <laughs> was tweeted back. Um, and I think a lot of the hate is the same assholes who are Jesus is white, yeah. and you know he's white. Everyone's Anglo, and no, dude, just look at the parts of the world they're from. Look at where they're from. And here's another thing. It's a mermaid, and they're not real that we know of, so it can <laughs> what? be whatever you want. Don't crush my Ooh. hopes and dreams that mermaids aren't real. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if uh, Johnny Depp can play Tonto in the Lone in the Disney production of Lone Ranger, oh. uh, I mean, what's yeah. why can't this? That's a diverse casting because she's black. Oh <laughs> uh, God, assholes! Um, Pixar. Elemental. I haven't seen anything on this one. I've, I've seen like one little screenshot of it. Um, but here's the thing: it's Pixar. It's Pixar, so it's going to be good. They've got like several stuff coming out. There's Elemental. There's a movie called Win or Lose. And Inside Out Two. Oh, I'm kind of iffy on Inside Out Two. Yeah, my favorite though is coming. Is it? Wait, no. Strange Worlds is Disney. It's not Pixar, is it? It's Disney. No, it's Disney, it's Disney, Disney animation. animation. But Win or Lose is Pixar's first like full series with will forte so i'll watch because of that i like will forte yeah, yeah uh, it looks like elemental is about a fire spirit and a water spirit so uh residents of different elements who come together that's all we got yeah because yeah, there's no trailer they didn't release a trailer for it like here's a picture um, oh will with win or lose will forte is coach dan i said that Dang it! Whatever. We're gonna keep going. With the thing. My my cousin is the one of the filmmakers, Michael Yates. So. Oh, it's oh. true. Yeah, so it's, it's true, true. and it's, it's on the internet now, so it's it's Double true. true. So mega true. Any some of those royalties, cousin? Um, what's the next one? Inside, Edge, I don't know. The reason I'm iffy on Inside Out Two is I hated the feels inside the first Inside Out gave me, mm. like, because it's it's it it's kind of it's, rough. Ooh. Yeah. That was a deep movie. Yeah. yeah. And th- it was rough. It was rough for me to get through. My problem with the second one is I really liked how it ended. Um, it, it was that that kind of open ending where it it was just a nice ending to the first one. And now it, it almost, it doesn't necessarily negate. You can pick up right where it left off, for, of course, but... Man, it's it's one of those again. Like I wasn't really wanting a second one, mm-hmm. um, but they unfortunately didn't ask me before they released all this free <laughs> stuff. Um, so I'm sure if it's the same um, same crew that that did the first one, I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, it's a whole different crew. It's Mindy or uh, Amy Poehler's the only one returning as the voice. Oh no! Okay, no, well, no Mindy Kaling and no Bill Hader. Oh wow! Yep. Eek. Um, yeah. yeah then that that'll be one where i will probably wait and let you guys see it and tell me <laughs> uh, tell you if you should watch it or not exactly oh so, yeah like i said i don't know i'm iffy on that one um disney animation zootopia plus um not a sequel but a series of shorts from the timeline of the film so it's it's all the in between so this could be like a day a 25 minute episode inside the DMV with the sloths. Like they stretch out into four episodes. Amazing. It's a four parter. Um, it's a four parter. And he's still stamping. 
that may be the running gag. That that may be the post credits running gag for the whole thing. Whole thing. Is just it takes like eight it's episodes. slowly for him to yeah eight episodes to stamp it. I'm calling it now. And then season two, it's him smiling. <laughs> um, I'll watch it. I like Zootopia. I, I love. I, I, yeah, I love. Zootopia. I did too. Yeah. Um, one of right. those one of those great movies that, especially as a parent, one of the hardest things to teach is empathy to your child. And Zootopia is something you can put on, and it's an entertaining movie, but yet there is so much more to it. And uh, I loved it from the, from the very beginning to the end. I thought it was it was great. So I will definitely be watching that. And of course, anything with a sloth named Flash. Okay, that why it was, not? It was made for me. So yeah. Um, next one, B Rob. Why don't you pronounce the name of this one? I don't have it in front of me. Hey, no. uh, Justin. Justin. Iwa Jua. Jew. Iwa Jew. Iwa Jew. You do, you do I would, I'll go with that. Iwa Jew. Um, it's the first, what's interesting about this one, first series set in Nigeria. Animated series in Nigeria. And it's got like a electric lizard, looks like a Pokemon and like some flying stuff, which Drones. is great the first time when it was called District 9. <laughs> I think this might be a little different, Chris. I think it might be too. I don't know. I, I think it looks really interesting though because it's got sci-fi fantasy elements and it's from a part of the world we we never had a series from. Mm-hmm. At least that I know of. And District 9 was South Africa. This is Nigeria. Two totally different places. Jeez. Oh, my bad. Jeez. So my bad. What's, what's cool is this here is it's made in collaboration with the African entertainment company uh, Kugali. Probably butchered that, but marketing Disney's first collaboration with an independent studio in 100 years. Wow. Oh, wow. That's per IGN. What they That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, next is Strange World. This one actually looks really interesting, too. Yeah, and this one's um, going to Jake, theaters. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is the main character. Um, and this is a Pixar. Uh, there's no new trailer, but I guess that they released a trailer. This one's Disney, not Pixar. Yeah, uh, yeah this is Disney says, animation. Oh, it says on here, the page, Strange with the upcoming Pixar film. Oh, well, we got stuff shuffled up then. Oh, thing I read, because it's under, in, in my list that I was reading online, it's under Disney Animation Studios, but you're right, there's a little thing that says upcoming. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll see. It's all under Disney. Yeah, it's all Disney stuff. Anyway. The, mouse, the mouse owns it all. I don't know anything about it, but the the still looks really cool. So and Have Disney seen... animation, I'm gonna watch it. Oh yeah. Have you seen any of the trailers? No. Okay. Uh, saw a movie, a couple three weeks ago, and uh, this was one of the trailers to it. And they have it as a um, come explore, and it has like the big words that come across, and then and they're going to all these different strange lands. You know, there you go um but oh, is, yeah. you know anything that's sci-fi especially space travel like i am totally in so you add disney animation to space travel uh growing up <laughs> i was a weird child my favorite movie was the black hole do you guys remember that oh, yes that's a great movie oh, my God. i watched it again uh when disney plus came out uh because i couldn't couldn't really find it on blu-ray Wait, is it on Disney Plus? Oh, it's on Disney Plus, yeah. And it was one of the the first day drops or whatever, day one of the Disney Plus. 
I watched it again and it was my favorite when I was probably four to six years old in that range. It is a dark motherfucker movie. <laughs> like it is dark. And I was like, oh, this explains so much about <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the black cauldron. Yeah, yeah. So uh whenever this came up, it you know, you didn't know it was Disney, didn't know what it was, but just the colors, the vibrant colors, and hearing Jake Gyllenhaal everything going on i was like i am so in what is this and then it comes up with that and i was like okay yeah definitely i'm gonna have to watch this then yeah. you're saying it sucked you in like it a definitely sucked black me. hole and i i was also a big fan of Lightyear, and so uh because it's you know space travel it's time travel it's i awful. did like Lightyear, and so i think this is going to be different of course than that but along the same genre of space sci-fi exploration and disney animation like let's go i'm in let's do this uh i felt like lightyear was like one bad plot twist away from turning into halo like <laughs> i haven't seen lightyear yet lightyear's uh, good is it yeah, yeah. Hey, rob did you very, see it yeah it's very good mm. okay i'm gonna have to watch that one um and, next. and it's not one that i was very psyched for surprisingly um but it, but was it ended good. up being really good yeah it was good uh yeah Next up is Wish. Um, Ariana DeBose stars in it, and it's about the star from the Disney logo. Uh, okay. Um, and is is that star? Do we know who that star is? Mephisto. Ah, you dang it, Thunder Thief. <laughs> And uh, I mean, it could be Ariana DeBose was the other big star in um, West Side Story in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Oh, oh that's where she's from. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. Well, and she Julia Michaels is the one who's writing all the songs for it too. Oh, that's she's good. she's the one who wrote um, a lot of the big hits for Bieber and Selena Gomez. So that's pretty cool. Um, November twenty twenty three. Now let's get to the stuff we're really excited about. We can go hey. Andor. Andor, I'm pretty excited about this. Diego Luna said he's done with Andor after this. He's not going to do it anymore. He's done with Star Wars. Um, this is supposed to be the entry level um, Star Wars for... This is supposed to be the one that's drawing the fans in, the younger generation, because current generation is us. Middle-aged people. Mm -hmm. um, they're trying to draw on a younger base, and that's what Andor was about. This is about the um, the rise of the rebellion, basically. Um, this would be, I would say, set around the time of Rebels. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe we get some, we might see some like familiar faces from Rebels. I'm not going to hold my breath on that. Yeah, I doubt you with Ahsoka coming out. I don't yeah. think you'll see him until then. I don't, but you never know. They have Disney likes to punk us. Mm. So I'm not as excited for this one. I'm I'm going into it with open open eyes and an open heart for my love from right. Cloud City. Yeah. <laughs> Cloud City. But did you see that um uh, it's it's when it came out and I guess today was the first day. Yeah, first three episodes are out today. I've already watched the first one. Um, 
it already has the you know the tomato rotten tomato meter it's an at an 88 and the only thing that um anything disney uh that star wars that's opened up that high was mandalorian really and that wow. gives me hope that's yeah. a lot of hope. and if you look at a lot of the uh actors that are in it like they cast some heavyweights and so i think it's going to be good i was trying to explain what it was to my wife because I was like, here, watch this. You know, this is coming out tomorrow. This was yesterday. Um, and she was like, okay. And she watched it and she was like, cool. And I was like, well, no, it's it's like a prequel to Rogue One. And she was like, what was Rogue One again? And I was like, okay, well, Rogue One was a prequel to A New Hope. And she was like, uh, you have so lost me. So I was like, you know what? Did Sit you give her divorce papers then in there? No, no, she she's too pretty to do that. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, sit there, sit there and look pretty, and I'm gonna watch this. But from the first episode that I watched, like I think it's going to be pretty good. It's it's dark, it's gritty, it's it's not the usual mouse um, type of. It's like the antithesis, if you will, to She-Hulk. She-Hulk is light, fun, bright colors, vibrant. This the exact opposite. Uh, you know, dark. It's um, you know, the dude murders someone within the first uh, 10 minutes of it. That's not a spoiler because uh, it's no one important, but uh, Diego Luna's character does. And so not important just, yet. Yeah, or, I guess ever, actually. Yeah. Ever now. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see. And Rogue One is by far my favorite standalone. And I would put it probably in my top two or three of favorite Star Wars movies, period. Uh, that's how much I love Rogue One. So I, I may be coming in this with a little bit of, uh, you know, the the big fan hat on, but I think it's going to be good. So, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people with how Mandalorian it can be to where people are like, why do we need this? And they watch it like, oh, God, I need that. Uh, so I think you're going to like it. Oh, so wow. Were you, they, were you concerned? Because they... no, you you brought up the, the Rotten Tomato meter thing in the score before you saw that were you even were you like a little concerned that it may not live up to your expectations it was I, it was one of those things where it was like why why do we need this mm-hmm. um especially because rogue one i loved it so much it was so good why do we need this you know i would rather have the squadron battle squadron i would rather have which was canceled unfortunately uh or what was that was it rogue one squadron or battle squadron you know um I thought it was Squadron, just Squadron. Yeah, no, squadron. that's the game. Uh, yeah, and that got canceled. Um, I was kind of yep. wanting, there's a couple others that I was looking forward to more, but thinking about how much I liked Rogue One, thinking about and seeing that uh, Rotten Tomato and, and reading some stories about how critically, it's not just Rotten Tomatoes, um, but across the board, like critics are saying, Yes, this is actually something you need to go watch. So what you're saying is, like, after you read all that and you saw the reviews, it it, it gave you a new hope for the show. <laughs> you ran him off. There it is. Um, wow, you're right. You're up just did, glazed over. They did so get <laughs> a bunch of big names for this, didn't they? Mm. Like Eric's in it, Stellan Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady who played Mon Mothma in Rogue One's back in it, Genevieve O'Reilly. Oh, Will Scolding's in it too. That was um, Rhaegar, Rhaegar Targaryen in Game of Thrones, the brother. Yep. Um, oh, Chris, I just got it. 
you haven't mispronounced anything yet. He's doing really give, well. I'm give so me proud time. Of well give me time. We know it's well coming. <laughs> we know it's coming. Yeah, they really got some good names in this. So in Forrest I'm Whitaker excited. in it. What's that? Is Forrest Whitaker in it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they showed him in the preview. Yeah, that's what I thought. Sagarera. Yeah, that, that Which saw be, is one of my favorite characters. That may be the Rebels crossover. That it may be, he may say, Well, I was talking to blah blah blah. And so that may be where we get some type of Rebels crossover. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping we get Hondo. Oh, that would be awesome because that would be perfect for this time period, too. This is the time period that Hondo flourishes. Yeah, I think you see Rex. I'm gonna make that prediction. You think it's gonna be we're gonna see Rex because we know we're gonna see Rex and Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's gonna be anybody that we know. I don't, not gonna be hair. I just don't think it's gonna be any like the Rebels crew, or I think it's gonna be somebody that ties it all together, like a Hondo, like a Saw. I mean, obviously Saw's in it. Yeah. yeah. So I <laughs> think Hondo's a good call. Apparently, one of the robots named Dave Chapman plays a robot called B Two EMO. Oh, he's gonna be sad. He's going to be a sad robot. He's in the first episode. Is he? Yeah. Mm. I'm excited about Nandor. Um, this next one, I am super excited about. This may be, out of everything that we're looking at, this was my biggest surprise when I found out about it. Like, I didn't expect this. And easily in my top three, if it's not, like, maybe the top one of everything we're talking about today. Well, oh, you idiot. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Willow was such a big part of my childhood. Well, and they have a lot of the original cast back, mm -hmm. um, except they're not going to have Migosh, RIP. Um, Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan, because, well, that we know of. I just, <clears throat> I don't think they could. I mean, he, he barely, I think, pulled it together for Maverick. Right, with the double, what is it, double trach? And you'd, I can't imagine how you could, I mean, they wrote it perfectly for that movie. I don't know how you could do it. Easy, Swordsman, that they slashed his throat, lost his vocal cords. Right. Yeah. Um, but they they did cast, they did announce Christian Slater. Yeah, good. In it. Um, and then, um, the uh, what's her name? The Queen's Daughter? Sorsha. Sorsha, she's in. Joanne she's Whaley. Back. Yes. Um, they didn't announce... Um, they did not announce um, Alora Dannon, though, which is surprising. Um, that Who would be playing her or that she's even in it? That she's even in it. They haven't said anything about it. She's got to be in it. Well, you would think so, but they haven't kind of, said. It's kind of a, you know, a big part of the original thing there. Um, then the one who I... Honestly, kind of excited about. Oh, I don't know her name. She was in um, Captain. She was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She was in Solo. Oh yes, the redhead. Uh, yes, the, the ginger. Yeah. Um. Crap. What is her? I just name? looked it up the other day and I couldn't remember. She's British. That's all I can remember. But yeah, I'm, she's a great actress. I love her. Mm -hmm. Yep. I remember watching the when they had the little behind the scenes preview thing for this, and seeing her like, oh yes. Um, so I'm excited about that. And just, I love Warwick Davis. Anyway. It's Aaron Kellyman is who it is. He played Aaron in the Kent, nest good, and Solo. Good point, good point. Yes. And uh, who did she play in Falcon? Uh, Carly in Falcon Carly, or Winter yeah. Soldier. 
she was great in that she made you feel everything in that role mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm excited about and she was winifred in the green knight too i remember um but yeah i'm really excited about willow like i just love willow to begin with i can't wait Bad. to see falcor what's that i can't wait to see falcor which they did announce so falcor is going to be in willow no not willow but they did announce okay, the never ending, no they they did announce uh, i the saw never what you're trying story. to do there yeah. i was trying to conflate the two and uh you totally ruined the joke because they are actually coming out and i didn't yeah, see they that. are actually coming they did announce <laughs> it yesterday that they're coming out with never ending story the tv show the oh. never, end, never ending on willow, disney plus yeah yep. so <laughs> Reminds um, me of my uh, favorite Simpsons joke when Lionel Hutz was like, this is going to be the, when Homer gets kicked out of the all-you-can-eat buffet, and he's like, this is going to be the best suit uh, since nev- the never-ending story. So, uh, Lionel Hutz. Yeah. Uh, Bad Batch Season 2. Pissed that they moved it back. Now it's 2023. Did they say why? I never saw any reason. They haven't said a word. Hmm. The only thing I can think of is that it was supposed to be this week, same week as Andor. Mm-hmm. And they bumped oh, Andor the, up. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. It, maybe they just wanted to space it out. I don't know. I don't know either. Usually, I'm but, not against them spacing out because there's right now there's so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But usually when something's pushed back that far, it's like, but if it's animated and supposed to come out originally this week, it must be done. Uh, so it makes me think maybe it's just a timing issue and all that, but that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I would honestly, I would rather have Bad Batch than Endor. Uh, give me, give me all the Bad Batch I can take. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to see what ended up happening, it, it, you know, after this because this is after that cliffhanger. I'm, I'm ready. Oh yeah, and I like um, it's sixteen se- or sixteen episodes too, so it's it's going to be a good season. It's not just you know eight or ten episodes but yeah 16 i think it's gonna be really good yeah they don't have to rush stuff right and we saw the doctor at the end Mm -hmm. so i'm really pumped about that one um tales of the jedi we've already talked about ahsoka i am so ready for ahsoka rosario did phenomenal in that role we have you know we've already know we're going to be seeing rex we know we're going to be seeing sabine we know we're going to be seeing um who else who am i missing um, Ezra. Ezra, yeah, because they just announced who Ezra is. Um, but are I, we going to see Thrawn? Yeah, they already said we're going to see Thrawn. For sure. So, oh God, that's. But good. yeah, but the, they didn't say in what capacity. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to see him from episode one to get go. If he's going to be the main antagonist, or if he's going to be like the cliffhanger. But they did say, say we would see Thrawn. Yeah. And I am there for a live action Thrawn. Oh, hells yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the skeleton crew. I know nothing about this one. There's not much out there. Yeah. Um, we just know that it has Jude Law. That's like all the information I got on it right now. And it doesn't really give a release date or anything. I don't get too excited about things like this because... They announced several cool things last year that then got canceled. And so I think this is probably one of those things as well, like Squadron, where it's like, oh, we got this. 
and yeah it's not gonna happen right well from the picture it looks like they're on in java's palace with the little uh eyeballs that screen you see that i'm wondering if he's like the janitors of java's palace he runs (laughs) skeleton crew makes me think of like a heist the crew getting the crew together i don't know you son of a bitch i'm in i'm in (laughs) i'm in So I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Mandalorian season three. I'm there. Yep. I haven't watched any of Mandalorian. Is it good? Uh, All right. No, it's terrible. It's okay. Okay. Terrible. Okay. Although I am interested to see how they're going to pull off the ship for the rest of the season. Yeah. Like, there's not a bathroom there. Yeah, you you would think he'll commandeer. So even though I do love the new ship. Oh, I do too. There's no way you can have a, a baby in there. So, um, but I'm glad that they're reunited. We're not gonna have to worry about you know Luke or Ahsoka and all that. It's now back to them, them two, and all the, mm-hmm. the wacky hijinks. So I'm I am so in, so so in. I want to know what happened to Sasha Banks's Mandalorian character. That's what I want to know because she hasn't been in since. I, I think. She's going to be back because what we saw from the preview of Mandalorian season three is that Bo Katan is hunting Mando right. actively with her, um, the Death Watch. They're actively hunting Mando. Well, she had so, the time to, fil- uh, to film it because she walked out of WWE. Yeah, so. yes, yeah, she's got the time. So they might have written her in more. Mm. Um, I did like her character though. So. I just don't know why you put her in like the scene she were in. She was in if it wasn't going to be a bigger character, right? So maybe it will for Ahsoka, or or who knows? Um, Indiana Jones Five. This one I am so torn on because after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, that and like, well, this is the final ride though. He just looked rough at D twenty three. Well, he is what. 70? I, and I agree with that, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm with Kyle. I'm like... Do, I don't want... Yeah, I don't... Do, do you... Because... Like the dog young, he was named after, they should put him down. When I was younger, I was a bigger Indiana Jones guy than I was a Han Solo guy. Okay. I loved Indiana Jones. And do you... Unless... They'll have to do this just right. Like, yeah. perfectly. Or do you want to talk about backlash yeah because if this is a passing of the torch like i i watched crystal skulls like twice and just the obviousness of stunt doubles because you know he had to of course because he's old but how obvious the stunt double stuff was and so many things with it just like and just just leave it leave it you had a good ending with three and unless they do some way to and I don't think I even wanted to pass the torch, honestly. I want them to make it like, I want them to be self-aware of how old he is and not even try and hide it. So like his stunt double is like a little brown boy, <laughs> like a little Indian guy, like in like real, sh- like cow pen, like just <laughs> someone, you know what I mean? Just, just be self-aware and just, and just make, make it, it just, just a play. They go, we know it's old. We know it's not relevant anymore. Well, Let's you- just have fun with it. I think the the title of the movie that they released, it kind of tells us where they're going to go with it. It's Indiana Jones and the Porcelain Throne. And so ah, I yeah. think it's just going to be 
sitting on the toilet for pretty much two hours just trying to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, but he's, yeah, I, he's this, trying to get the Metamucil off the pedestal. <laughs> the this was another one of those. I was like, why? And if you saw the South Park episode about Crystal Skull, it perfectly <laughs> encapsulates all. I think I'm just about that. Stuck but, on this clogged toilet. I'm like, we need to get something. We'll get the snake. No, no, no snakes. No. <laughs> but when I saw that uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge is writing it, yeah, she's amazing. And you know, even all of her, um, uh, and you can see on, I think it's on Hulu, but um, there's several uh, shows that are funny, but yet they're really like biting as far as satire but then also i mean it, it's dramedies i guess more of what you could call it um so she and she also helped to write the last james bond she was brought in to to um clean that up and i i really liked that movie um but then having james mangold as the director i mean that just i was like okay now i feel good about this um you know anyone that does old man logan you know and that was a, a property that we loved in in wolverine an actor Mm -hmm. that we knew with hugh jackman about getting old and dying and he did it so well Mm -hmm. um that it's like okay okay this may be the only director honestly that they could bring in even with a spielberg and all of that this may be the only director that they can bring in that i me personally would be like okay i'm gonna i'll buy a ticket i'll I'll do that that. i'll I'll go watch it do you think they're gonna kill him off I don't know how many times I can watch Harrison Ford die. They have to. Well, you you saw it in Force Awakens. Exactly. Spoiler. Exactly. That was ah, uh, that was so tough. You think he's gonna steal something and he's gonna go? I didn't do it. And then Tommy Lee Jones is coming and go. I don't care. <laughs> the crossover that we weren't expecting, or didn't want, but we'll watch. We'll watch. I don't know. I mean, I got a feeling they're gonna kill him off. And oh, we lost Justin again. That's fine. <laughs> Sad and Justin. Sad Justin. That I mean, <laughs> they're going to give him a send off, and because they don't want you don't want Indiana Jones to die from old age. You want him doing something cool, even if he is eighty seven or however Indiana old he is. Jones versus Medicare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm going to watch it just because I'm a completist. Like I hated Dark Phoenix. Mm, that was awful. But I own it because I own all the rest of them, so I have to complete the set. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how they I just get have you. To, yeah. Now, Marvel. I know B-Rob's been waiting for this one. B-Rob, why don't you tell us about Wakanda Forever? That comes out in a month. So it's just going to pick up where we don't know, because we don't know how they're going to ride out Chadwick. Um, yeah, I'm sure it is going to be epic in whatever fashion they do. Um, I was really surprised that um, Winston Duke talked as much about it. So I'm hoping that uh, Manate gets to uh, make an appearance and he becomes a bigger character. Yeah. Um, but Shuri's back. Um, Nakia, um, uh, McQueen. Um, I can't remember who, if Martin Freeman's back in it or not. Hmm. I don't know. But they are also bringing in a new character who we, we've been waiting to see in Namor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be very interesting. And, you know, and all in the, um, in the previews we've seen, the take that they're doing on him, it's 
a little more, it looks more Aztec-ish. Which I think is really cool. So yeah. You get more sprinklings of mutants. Right. right. Just a little, little mutant. Because Namor a little was considered what? The first mutant. I still argue about that, but whatever. Yeah, oh, well, yeah because between him and Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. But it just, uh, it depends. Well, technically, if you think about it, though, Namor came first in the comic. Yeah, but he sucks. So. <laughs> he does suck. He was great in Rick and Morty, though. Wouldn't right. Human Torch be the first, in, especially in the comics? Uh, because he was an yeah. android. We're talking chronologically, or are you talking human torch was an android, the very first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was a dude. It, no, he was on the, the the defenders. Remember, he was an android. Ah, uh, I got you. I got you. So, I don't know. It's um, something else that came out of this too was that they named Chadwick a Disney legend, oh. which was amazing. And then he won a what was it a Grammy? Mm -hmm. Um, or was it Oscar? Grammy's music. Yeah, Grammy's Oscar music. then. He won an Oscar. What is it? Uh, posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah. For his voiceover work in um, What If. Yeah. That's a, I think that was an Emmy, right? Yeah. Oscars haven't come out yet. It was an Emmy. Yeah. It was Emmy. Yeah. It was something. We knew I was going to fuck something up tonight. Chris, Chris, Chris Rock's going to get slapped at the Oscars, I think, in November. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Why you got hit so hard? Um... <laughs> I'll tune in for that. Yeah. Women, <laughs> be women be shopping. Women be shopping. Uh, I've forgotten Baku was man ape. Yeah. I completely yep. forgot about that one. So I'm going to throw out a bold prediction that this will be the first Marvel movie nominated for Best Picture. You I'm think gonna... so? Yeah. But I... you saw that Ryan got arrested while filming this too, right? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, he went to the bank. He went to the bank. And they called the cops on him because he was trying to, uh, was he trying to withdraw or deposit? Withdraw. Withdraw. And from his account, he had his checkbook. He had everything. But he wanted to take a large amount of money. And so the they said, no, you can't do it. They shut the gates. They locked him in and called the cops. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I am DB me right now. <laughs> he's like, like, if you watch the cops video camera and like the security face, like, I am DB me. <laughs> my name is Ryan and he's telling them all you know I'm the director of this this and this I'm not trying to do it I'm just trying to get my money it's my money yeah and they offered him a, an apology because you know that makes it better yeah. Yeah. He, he handled it very class oh, he did everything he does is the top notch of class but that, I don't know this how, shouldn't have happened I don't know how he didn't just go mad ass on him I don't know either um, yeah, I'm really excited about Wakanda Forever. I'm. I think that's going to be one I see in the theater. So are we all still times. on the same page that we we know who's going to take over Black Panther? Shuri. Yeah. Yeah. Shuri, yeah. yeah that's. Uh, it's got to be. It has to be. Well, and you know, um, Killmonger is rumored to return in this one too. Right. So, but I think I think it's going to be Shuri. Because I think it's going to follow the 2000 storyline. That's what I'm hoping. I just, I just don't. I hope they do it, and they do it in a mean, meaningful way, where that character, the female character, means oh, as much as she does for more than one movie. Because I right. hate what they did with Jane Foster. Yes. Yes. An afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. 
I think just from the from the trailer, you can see how much reverence they're taking to this story, how much reverence they're taking to Chadwick Boseman passing, and how much. I mean, it's not just like, oh yeah, and he died. Okay, blah blah blah. But like, it looks like the whole story is going to revolve around how are we going to recover and move on from this? Mm-hmm. And so I think because of that, they are going to treat it really like the passing of the torch. They're going to treat it with reverence and it's not just going to be, oh yeah, it's Siri. And we never hear, hear about her again, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be, she's going to be a mainstay in the MCU for a while. I hope so. Yeah, she's Better gonna- too. Um, next one, Ironheart, Riri Williams, who is supposed to be in Wakanda forever. Her character in the comics is smarter than Tony Stark. Um, you know, in the in going back to previous episode two, um, Bruno is supposed to be in Wakanda also um, from Miss Marvel, but will he be in there? I doubt it. I think they're keeping that separate. Um, but Riri, we're supposed to get her, our first introduction to her there. Which I find really interesting because she's, she, you know, she made her own armor in her garage mm-hmm. out of spare parts. Um, now with this Wakanda tech, I'm just only imagining what she's going to do. Do we think she's going to play a bigger part in Wakanda forever and it leads directly into Ironheart? Or what do you guys think? I, I, the way that I think it's probably going to go is, um, she'll have kind of like America Chavez type of role. Mm-hmm. It's an important aspect of the movie, but it's not about her. Right, yeah. But then it will open up for the series to to learn more about her and and get the backstory and get you know how she became who she is. And I, I really hope that's how it goes. That we don't get like backstory in the movie, but we just find out. Okay, here's Ruby Williams. Here's Ironheart. Looks a lot like Iron Man. Really smart. That has all of these uh, capabilities. And then in the series, we then see how she became who she is uh, i think that'd be a really smart way to go instead of using a movie that we've already talked about that's going to be about chadwick Bo- or should be about chadwick boseman and the passing of the torch to the next black panther yeah. it would i think take away from that storyline if and it would take away from from Ironheart's storyline if you tried to cram that into that movie um and just like with um you know america chavez we didn't really get a lot of backstory we got a little bit in there but it wasn't like all of it. And so hopefully that's the way that they go with it. But I've been, I've been so excited for Ironheart to come out. Uh, she's been one of my favorites, um, like one-offs to read. So whenever I'm at a comic book store and I'm like, oh, hey, there's an Ironheart. So I'll just grab one here and there. I don't follow her um, a lot, but I just really like her character. I like the... Um, how she's almost the antithesis of Tony Stark, but they have the same same power, same type of, and so I think it's going to be a, a really cool uh, addition to the MCU. I think B Rob agrees with you there. Yeah, I think um, I think she's going to be like like Justin. I completely agree with everything Justin said. I think I think Sherry's really going to be doubting herself after the loss of her brother and what she's being asked to do, and I think Riri's going to kind of be that voice kind of assure her you know that because she's so smart and because of who she is and what her brother thought of her and family in the country and just kind of push her to fully take on the mantle so i think the american chavez 
uh, comparison, I think was perfect. I agree. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I am really excited about this one. Um, mostly because this is our first introduction into Kang. Full introduction into Kang. I know that we had him in Loki, but he wasn't Kang. Wasn't the full Kang that we know. This is Kang the Conqueror. Um, the multiverse conqueror. Um, and this is supposed to directly lead into uh, what's the uh, Kang Wars or whatever they're calling it? Avengers, yeah. The Kang Dynasty. Yeah. Um, and we're supposed to get quite a bit in Quantum Mania also. Um, as, as well as uh, they're hinting at new characters too. Introductions. So, yeah, Quantum Mania? Yeah. And Loki season two is supposed to directly follow this as well. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how all the Loki stuff is going to tie into everything that's happening right now because it's just kind of hanging right there to be plucked from. And how it's there's a lot, there's so much going on right now with multiverse stuff, with the things that are going on in Loki, with all dark, like there's so much going on. Like we need a flow chart, I think. of where, where are we? Which universe? What's happening? Who's where? Like, we'd get and, so lost. And they're pretty good at keeping timelines vague that you don't necessarily know when everything is happening. And I think that's 100% by design, not just because they don't want to be like, okay, this is going to give something away. It's just it's their classic thing of being able to pull from old stuff to make it make sense later or just leave it. Right. So, any any other thoughts on Quantum Mania? Are we good? I'm good. Super excited for it. I am too. Um, this one I'm very excited about. Werewolf by Night. Two weeks away from this. By the time you all are listening to this, it'll be a week away. Yeah. Um, I remember reading Werewolf by Night and Marvel Comics Presents. Um, loved the stories because this is also supposed to be the introduction of Man-Thing in there as well. As well as they're hinting at several other Marvel legends, I guess you could say, monster legends. I think we're going to get introduced to Dracula and Frankenstein. Um, reason is because we know that the Midnight Suns show is already in production. We know that the video game's coming out in December. So I think this is all leading up to just the bigger, the, the Marvel monsterverse, if you will, mm -hmm. the supernatural phase of marvel um and we know that there's going to be a man thing tv show already which you know man thing is a direct ripoff of swamp thing um we know that but his power love you some a lot different. man thing i do love man thing i really love man thing uh the comic the comic i love the comic <laughs> i say i i can't there. i gave you some man thing last time i, I was up there you, you did and it was marvelous mm -hmm. it's still in the wrapper and everything <laughs> It was a collection of man things, or men things. Hold it was on. bigger than I minute. thought it was going to be. Do um, you think that uh, Werewolf by Night is going to lead directly into Blade as well? Since yeah, it's oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, I'm wondering if we're going to see Blade. That's that's what I was wondering too. But in all of the trailers I've watched, <laughs> and things I've read, I haven't seen anything about Blade. But I don't think you would though. I be, think they're keeping it under wraps because yeah. are we going to see? With Werewolf by Night, I, I love how it's the very, like, the old-time noir feeling. It's all in black and white. 
like the old time shows. I'm wondering if we're going to see like maybe Hannibal from Midnight Suns, the vampire, Blade. I'm wondering if we're going to see maybe an early introduction to Ghost Rider. Because mm. we know he's coming too. He's supposed to be in the Midnight Suns TV show. Mm. Well, you get that kind of slight nod to Ghost Rider in She-Hulk. She yeah. yeah. What was his name? Um, not Johnny Blade. It was, uh, what was his? Um, crap. It was almost like Yanni Yeh's. No, She-Hulk, Blaze. It was uh, Donnie Blaze. Donnie Blaze, that's right. Yeah. Donnie Blaze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was such a good episode. Well, I'm really not. enjoying She-Hulk. I'm over that show. Are you? I love that show. I love it. It's good. I think maybe, maybe if they, I didn't feel like Love and Thunder was such a comedic wreck. Maybe I'd feel different. I don't know. So I just I can't. You do, got ruined by Love and Thunder. I can't do forced comedy. And I'm sure it's going somewhere, but I don't know how you ever tie her into a serious team. The way because you bring Wongers in. Mm-hmm. And I hope Madison comes back. Oh, oh my God, Madison! Not better where be- you think? <laughs> she goes. I guess who's an Avenger? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm really enjoying She-Hulk, though. That's interesting, B-Rob. I want to talk to you about this later. Um, Secret Invasion, um, one of my favorite Marvel storylines with, for those of you who are unfamiliar, that's when the you find out that everything you think you knew was a lie mm-hmm. because everyone who you thought you knew was a scroll, sleeper agent. Like, the majority of the superheroes of the world and villains are scroll sleeper agents. Um, and you don't know where, so like people who they thought that they loved for years and you haven't been married to, like I think Mockingbird was, she was a scroll, wasn't she in the comic? Mm-hmm. And then you come to find out she's been in deep sleep in space on the scroll ship for years. So this whole life that Barton had with Mockingbird, gone, didn't actually exist. So I'm really excited about that because we see Nick Fury back for this. Mm-hmm. I like um, the trailer I saw for this because it, it felt more, um, it didn't feel as like superhero-y. Does that make sense? Like it was more. Like, like a law act- and order to me. Yeah, like law and order crime. Like there was, you know, the, the uh, what was the cleanup? What's the cleanup uh, division's name? We saw him. In Miss Marvel. Oh, if uh, you wouldn't have said, I could have told you. B-Rob, you remember Justin? The superhero cleanup crew? Yeah. You saw flashes of them in the trailer. And it just had this, like, mix-up, kind of like Law & Order, uh, shoot em up cop mystery Damage thing. control. Damage control. Kind of mixed with, like, there's... I got a little bit of a Matrix feel from a couple of the scenes that they showed. Um, and so I'm... I'm super excited about this one. Yeah, they have some amazing actors that are going to be in this. So yeah. it's, it's going to be good. And if if you want to, if if you hear this uh, description and you're like, how's that even going to work? Just go back to the end credit scene uh, of Far From Home uh, to where right. you watch the yes. entire movie. And I won't give anything away, but you watch the entire movie thinking one thing. And then the end credit scene, you're like, What? 
give it away. Uh, if they haven't seen Far From Home yet, that's yeah. Fun. I guess that is it is. Uh, so yeah, but you you find out that two of the main characters that were in the entire movie that you're like, oh yeah, I, I know those characters and I've seen them in you know six he seven movies. Star Wars um, is actually scrolls, and so it's it. I thought that was a perfect tie-in, and when I saw that uh back in what 2019 i was like oh my god secret invasion must be next oh god and so i've i've been jazzed for this for a while and i think the way that they're attacking it uh if you will um i think the way that they're approaching it is is really really smart it's not a hyper action type thing but it is more of a i think cerebral if you will yeah uh, yep. with with good writing good actors everything like that so i think it's it's going to be solid i'm i'm like stupid excited for it. I wonder how they're going to turn Talos or what what his character is going to I think that's the one since I I've, I've seen him in Captain Marvel mm. what I've always thought about is ooh I mean he's kind of a good guy. How but is this all how secret invasion going to come about? So. Yeah. Well, and we know we're going to see Super Scroll. Mm-hmm. Like that they've been leading up to that which we know Super Scroll is one of the main villains for Anyone? Movie. Fantastic Four. Festo. Mephesto. For, for Mephesto. You son yes. of a bitch. With Jake, the Fantastic goat. Falcor. Time is froze. I'll try you. Mephesto froze time. Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> hate you all. Um, but Super Squall on Pump Fort. Next one Armor Wars. One of my favorite Iron Man stories. Um, Tony Stark's tech was stolen. And put out there everywhere. And this is about how Tony's getting it back. Um, this is like Red Dynamo, um, the Soviet Iron Man. Um, I forget. Uh, one of them was, oh, he was the nuclear, the one with the nuclear core. Um, and that's how Tony created, he was going up against these samurais. This Japanese firm stole the tech. It's these like cyber samurais. And that's the issue that Tony created the war machine armor it was in the middle of all this we've also we've also seen concept ske- sketches of Rhodey's new uh, war machine armor and they have confirmed there's going to be multiple iterations of the war machine armor in this show cool and one of them looks awesome it looks like an old japanese oni like i'm sure you guys have seen like the old dark stalkers game the guy with the um the the oni the chest plate that's like the mouth and stuff that's mm-hmm. kind of like what this one this concept picture they released was how old is Cheadle getting i'm starting to think about this now he'll be he was on golden girls he's old he has to be easily mid-50s right uh november 29 1964 so he's he's about to turn 58 mm. he's on up there oh i'm excited about iron wars or armor wars Loki season two, we've already hit on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, short rounds in it. I think we all agreed Loki was one of our favorite series. Mm-hmm. I don't think we really need to go too in depth in this because yeah. we know. Yeah, we probably don't need to talk about this next one either. We can just go right on to. Oh, fuck you. Fantastic Four. We know I'm super excited. I'm a huge Fantastic Four fan. We all know this. I'm hoping we get introduced to Silver Surfer. I will tell you, I think the next Mephesto thing is who's going to play Doom. Uh, yeah. Or if Doom's going to be in there. I think that's kind of the next Mephesto I don't thing. Think you can have Henry it. Cavill, man. I've heard that one. 
Like playing how awesome Doom? Superman's playing Doom. I would love it. Dude, he would be awesome at it. He would be. And he'd be like the Witcher Doom. Oh, this would be cool. Who as long as it doesn't do the shitty time jumps like the Witcher, I'll be happy. Yes. Yes. Um I'm I really want to know who like I was super disappointed because they were supposed to have announced the cast who was at least going to be the four, and they didn't, which has me a little worried. Um, All right. So if you had to pick your four. Fuck. Dreamcast plus Doom, so you're five. You guys go first because we know I'm terrible at this. Mm. You start me, Rob, if you got five. Uh, I mean, uh, Krasinski and Emily Blunt, yep. I think those are no-brainers. I would honestly wouldn't mind seeing Zach Efron. As Torch, as Johnny. Torch. Yeah. Uh, ben Grimm. That's a tougher one. Um, yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, How about the dude from um, This Is Us, the husband? Oh, uh, Justin Harlot. Yeah, the one who had the heart attack. He's a good actor. Right, the got, Green Arrow? Green yeah. Arrow from the original, from Smallville? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. Yeah, and he's got he's got the build for Grim, the height. I can see that. Because Grim is, you know, he's a big dude. Right. Um, mm. Alan Richson, Jack Reacher. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, Hawk. Yeah. yeah. He's oh, he would be great. Yeah, he would be awesome. That'd be. A I good think one. I'm trying to think of a good Grim. I mean, I'm with the young Krasinski and Blunt. Yeah. Um. What is his name? Could he pull this off? Let me. Jack I Black. His name. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm the thing. I'm the thing. I don't know. I've got it in my head. And I think after I say it, I may think maybe not. Um, crap. What is this guy's name? I'm looking him up really fast. Stay with me. Not him. Not him. Uh, where'd he go? Stranger Things. Um, Dylan Harbor. David Harbor. David Harbor. David Harbor. He's Couldn't, a big dude, and he like he because he was Hellboy. Oh, uh, yeah. but he's in um, Thunderbolts and right. Red Guardian. He's, he's Red Guardian. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. well, never mind. Scratch that. I forgot. You no, know, I think who would be a great person for it and would make uh, all of the heads explode that they did with Ariel would be Terry Crews. I think. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Okay, that would be, he goes. He goes. Watch my rock pegs. <laughs> right. He has the comedic timing. He has the the body, of, of course. Mama Graham's blue eyed boy. So it would. I think Terry Crews would be my choice. That that's would be awesome. Oh, that would be a, That's a good one. I'll tell I you who you, I, I would. you're going to say John Cena, and then but <laughs> well, we would never. See yeah, we never see him in the movie anyway. So, <laughs> or he comes out doing the peacemaker dance. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Um, I tell you, I would not mind this. I would not mind seeing, I know he's Killmonger. I wouldn't mind seeing him as a redemption, Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm. I liked him as Johnny Storm. The movie sucked terribly, but he was, he was good in the role. I like Kate Mara. Yes. Yeah. 
or just bring back Chris Evans, man. That's, that was my next one. I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Evans again. Why not? Like, Johnny, why are you so old? <laughs> oh, it's because Johnny Storm. Yeah. Why do you look like Captain America? Because <laughs> that's a fireball ass. Yeah. And uh, we could just call it It's a Scroll and just move on with it. It's a scroll uh, world uh, after all. That's going to open up so many avenues for like cop outs if they wanted to go that way with it you're like you know what no that wasn't really that no the whole I hope, time i hope they actually show galactus not this oh that would be awesome not the slime but galactus because right. you know in love and thunder when they we were in the city of the gods we saw the celestials mm-hmm. celestials and galactus is a celestial from another universe that's already dead and I think if they do bring, it's going to have to be after Kang, uh, because there's no way you can have Kang and Galactus. No, in the same universe right now. Huge, huge, huge villains that there, there would be no way to, it would be hurtful, if you will, to the Marvel universe uh, if you diminished either one of them by having them both in the as the big bad. Um, so... I, I think probably since we already know King's coming, I think they're probably going to, they may hint towards Galactus. And so nerd boys like us are going to be like, ooh, uh, yeah. but they're not actually going to show or have him until probably after King. So I wouldn't mind seeing. Uh, so 100 Tim- episodes from now, I'm going to have to listen to Chris go, it's Galactus. It's Galactus. Like, I'm telling you, it's Galactus. Uh, no, Tim- we don't want to have that time. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet, is it Chalamet? As yeah. um, Norrin Rad, the Silver Surfer. Okay. Because he's got the the that tall, slender build. I think he could pull that off if we get Galactus. Yeah. Or, you know, someone is Fire Lord. I'm talking about all this stuff we have coming out. I'm trying to I'm trying to think back, and I don't think we've had this yet in the movie, or at least to a huge extent. And correct me if I'm wrong, because there's just so much out there that I may just completely be forgetting this. But you have that trope of good guys, bad guys badder guy team good guys team up with not as bad guy to fight the badder guy right mm-hmm. and so i don't think we've seen anything of that yet and i'm really surprised and with all this stuff coming out like maybe that would be a good introduction to get two big bads in a movie at the same time you're like you know what we're gonna have to work together on this one you know that old line one of those yeah, like we, yeah like I mean, we you kind of see it in X Men when Magneto and them join forces to fight Trask and yeah, but we're yeah. Not Fox Man. Yeah, I know, but still, still, it's all the same now. Might they're as well doing, be. They've done yeah. a lot of that in the DC universe, especially with HBO Max and Harley Quinn, Peacemaker, yeah. um, things like that. But they, I don't think they've really touched on that very much in the Marvel universe. No, not mm-hmm. at all. Kyle, I am digging your Invisible Woman costume you're doing though. When you're moving, you keep disappearing. I feel like you keep, I feel like Bill keeps putting on the ring. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Where'd I go? Oh, there I Good, am. He's okay. gone. I've been watching a lot of Pin and Taylor lately, so I'm really getting good with my magic. Uh, next, Echo. I'm what? excited. I oh. loved her character. Um, you know, she has basically the is she a mutant in the comic? B Rob, do you remember? I thought so. I thought she was too. Her mutant ability is the same as Taskmaster's. If I remember right, she can she can watch something. It's like a photographic memory and then just able to instantly repeat it. 
any movement. So that's why she's so hard to beat. And the actress who plays her is great. They've promised, like I said, uh, we've already seen they've promised, um, they've hinted at Punisher. They've hinted at a couple other tie-ins because they've already said Daredevil and Spider-Man are going to be the leaders of the next phase, the street-level heroes. So I'm pretty pumped about. So we'll move on from Echo. Daredevil, Born Again. Really excited about this. Charlie Cox, love him. Really pumped. Um, If you all haven't seen it, spoiler, we did see the yellow helmet Mm -hmm. at the end of the last She-Hulk, which I was there for. So we're going to get the red, yellow, and black Daredevil costume. I'm really pumped about this. Uh, I just, I just think it's going to be good. Yeah, I yeah. like they're they're not necessarily going to. It's not a sequel to the Netflix series, but it's also not saying that the Netflix series never happened. It's just going to be like its own thing, if you will. And so, um, so yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, my wife and I have been going back, and over the past month or two we've uh watched all three seasons of the the um daredevil Daredevil netflix Netflix. and i was just reminded about just how damn good it was um and so that uh, one shot five minute fight scene on episode uh, two it's just uh and it uh it's fun to go back and be like wait like how many fights can one person get in an enclosed area Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it seeing that this was announced like oh my god this this may be the number one thing from marvel but i'm excited about uh because i think it's it's gonna be so good so so. my biggest worry about that one i don't know that anybody will ever be able in my mind be able to do electra as good as elodie young Mm -hmm. so how they end up doing they're not bringing her back so how they do that because i agree i i'm super i'm super excited for daredevil um, I love that entire cast. Um, Did they say they're bringing back Karen and Foggy? I thought Foggy. I don't know about Karen. Oh, I don't know if Deborah Ann Wolton's coming back, but I thought Foggy was. Um, but that just set, that was so good and just set the tone for Netflix to be able to do Luke Cage so good and Jessica Jones so good. And they shit the bed with Iron Fist. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how you really do that one that great, honestly, in my mind. I just, I've never been a huge fan. But, and then, but the Defender series as a whole, to tie it together, I felt was a redemption of the Iron Fist series. Um, but I was a big fan of Colleen's and, the, and Iron So, I mean, there's, there's just so many good things. But Daredevil, it was the start. Yep. And Charlie Cox is so amazing. I just, yeah. Electra is, I'm such a big fan of Electra and how that was done and just the hand in general. So what they're going to do with that, I think I'm super excited to see. You think we'll see Rosario again? Because she was kind of the uh, the bridge in between the night, shows. Is it Night Nurse who she kind of becomes? Night Nurse, yeah. Yeah. Um, she said she would. She would love playing that character and she would love to be in the Marvel Universe. Claire? Yeah, Claire. Yeah, I don't. I don't think, I don't think so, but... She's got a good now. Yeah, I saw an interview where she said she's she's not at this point, but they really haven't started filming, uh, not at this point, and so it didn't sound like she was that she thought she was going to be. And I mean, she's filming Ahsoka. She's she she's has quite a bit of stuff that she's going to be doing. Right. Um, but I thought it was cool that um, it also leaked uh, that uh, Daredevil is going to be making an appearance in She Hulk. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, we know it's soon too. Yeah, and so it's not just the helmet. Um, and there was a run, a comic run of where Matt Murdock and Jennifer Walters uh, were in the law practice together. And so it would be cool if future Disney Plus shows it maybe spins off and they have that. And uh, there's there's just so much cool stuff that Disney can do now with that. Absolutely. And I, I really like that it's a, a, a series too, that it's not a movie. Uh, so it's, we're going to have the in-depth stories and everything that goes along with it. And I, I like how they how Marvel is keeping the street level on the mm-hmm. series. And except for Spider-Man, uh, keeping the, the bigger ones on the movies, because those mm-hmm. do feel more intimate. They feel smaller. They feel like street level mm-hmm. uh, heroes. And so I, I think they're really doing a great job of how they're approaching all that. So, yeah, it's going to be good. And the, the link between the two, we're getting the kingpin back, which he is such a great kingpin. Such a great kingpin. And then um, I'm hoping we get a bullseye that isn't so shit. <laughs> like a bullseye that's actually bullseye. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So but those, uh, those, those movies, oof, they were so bad. Yeah. So. I, I'm glad that Marvel is just like, yeah, let's not even. Those they don't are, exist. It's the Green Lantern of the uh, Marvel world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just didn't happen. That didn't happen. Uh, I hope, kind of hope that Deadpool and movie three goes back and anything that they want to erase in the Fox history, Deadpool <laughs> just goes and kills them at the end. Nice, yes. Like um, next let one. that be the running gag. Uh, what do we got? Captain, Captain America. America. No, 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 no. New world um, order. I'm pumped about this one. Uh, what's the big controversy that came out this week is they cast Sabra in New World Order. If you remember Marvel Comics Presents, Sabra was the superhero of Israel. Superpowered, really cool character. She teamed up a lot with um, Cap, um, Silver Sable. She teamed up a lot with rumored we're supposed to be seeing Silver Sable soon, too. Um, I don't know if it's in Cap or if it's going to be in Daredevil because she was big in both of them. But um, the big controversy is that Sabra, hero of Israel, Marvel doesn't want to seem like that they are taking Israel's side in anything since we know Israel's a major aggressor and everything. Um, but at the same time, you know. It takes two to tango, you know, whatever. We're not getting into any of that, but that's the big controversy. I'm just, it's just kind of cool seeing that they're casting one of this more littler known superheroes that would be known to the people who read the old comics. So pretty excited about that, but it's, I don't know. It's, this is the first um, venture as Sam as Cap. And they did Mm -hmm. announce that um, Isaiah will be back in this movie too. So Captain America from, what was he, Korea World War? Or yeah. Korea War? Um, so I don't know. I think, it, I think it sounds good. Yeah. I hope they keep a lot of the same themes and tone as the Disney Plus, as the uh, Captain, or... Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon Captain Winter. America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I hope they keep a lot of the same feeling. Uh, there's, there's a lot about that that 
series that I, I was not a fan of, mm -hmm. but the one thing I really, really did like was where they went with the Captain America um, character in 2021 or 2022. Yeah. Um, and so I hope they keep that same thread and uh, keep exploring that idea of what it means to represent America as a black man, to be Captain America as a black man. Because uh, I think that's an incredibly interesting, and we've never seen that. Really. <laughs> and so there's a lot of, of um, cool areas they can go with that, uh, that I think is just never been really approached. And the Captain America series is the perfect series to do that in, because you look at Winter Soldier, you look at several of the other, and, and um, Civil War as well. It seems like the Captain America movies are the ones that set the tone for that entire phase. Uh, where is that going to go? And we're going to try something new. We're going to do try this. And and so I'm really, really hoping that they continue that with Sam and the New World Order. So I think it, I'm excited about it. We'll see. I just want Sad Bucky back. Mm -hmm. Is that the one where Modoc's the villain? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. Modoc's the villain in Quantumania. Okay. I couldn't remember which one he was going to be. The villain. No, he's in Quantum Mania, and if you remember, they showed the weird picture, and he looks really fucked up. So, so Kang, they're going to have Kang and Modok in Quantum Mania. I'm hoping we're going to get Modak also. Oh man, that'll be. Oof, I'm more. So tired. yeah, it just it it depends how they do it, but yeah, no, no, no. Modok was in um, Quantum Mania. They haven't announced the villains for new world order that i'm aware of yet hulk hogan kevin nash yes mm -hmm. uh uh Old wolfpack thing yeah oh what was his name the guy who had the bricks on him the real tough one scott um scott steiner razor ramon who are we getting not big papa pump you know who i'm talking about well and scott uh norton norton that was it that was it and or are you talking about scott hall no, no, Norton. Okay. It was Scott Norton. Oh, RIP. He always wore the, the NWO one with the bricks on it. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a Scott big Norton. dude. Um, yeah, so we're all in agreement. We want to see this one. All right, Thunderbolts. I know we were kind of... What happened here? Apparently, if you put in a code like that has Baron Zemo in the, in the webpage, like, supposedly a secret video or something pops up of Zemo for Thunderbolts. Hmm um that's a travesty if this does not happen right i guarantee you it will i he has to because they've already set it up and they already announced him for it at first but then they did it i don't get the red guardian i don't either it doesn't even fit yeah he was never a thunderbolt one of these things is not like the other <laughs> red guardian um because to me right now thunderbolts is feeling like a really really big i think you you put it this way uh black widow reunion yeah you've got taskmaster you've got red guardian you've got black widow mm -hmm. and madam hydra and madam hydra yeah that's right i forgot about that i am pumped about, i'm glad ghost is back she was a great character oh go uh, yeah tragic character like i'm really happy about that and like and they did say bucky is supposed to be winter soldier in this not bucky good Oh, good. That's my, my input. Good. Good. So I don't well, know. I love me some Winter Soldier. I'm a Thunderbolts fan. You know, we've already seen Matt, Gar uh, Matt Gargan, and we know he he wore the, the Venom suit. 
this could be a way for them to introduce Venom. That would be cool. I don't think they will. I think that's a stretch. I don't think they introduce that unless it's Eddie Brock. You don't think so? I I, I think there's too much power behind that name. I think too many people that like, you know, unless you're like a hard, like, I mean, if you're a nerd, you know, the Gargan was Scorpion. Yeah. You don't know that if you, unless you're a super nerd, I don't think you know that he was Venom. That's true too. So I think that it's got the, the power alone behind Eddie Brock's name. Do you think Sony will ever give up the Venom to let Marvel play with it, though, in their universe? Yeah. The right price, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we saw how they fought for Tom Holland, though, too. I mean, he left. Yeah, I mean, we're going to I mean, there's there's a piece. I mean, he left behind a piece of the black suit. Right. So Tom Holland's going to find it. Yeah. Or he, it's going to find Tom Holland. So that, yeah. And I mean, that was Secret Wars. And we've seen Titania. She was created by the Beyonder in Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's the cosmic phase. So who knows? We're going to have multiple phases running at the same time when you're talking about yeah. like cosmic, supernatural, the spooky stuff. Uh, <laughs> supernatural? Are they going to come in? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Love them. Come <laughs> riding in on Falcor, just <laughs> with Mephesto on the side. Yeah, Festo and Toe. Ryan Gosling or whatever he's supposed to be, Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, that's r- the rumor. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if that actually happens. Yeah, it could be a Notebook reunion. <laughs> oh, Christine, Ghost Rider. Uh, I would be interested to see with Midnight Suns who's going to play Lilith, though. Mm. I will be interested in that one. Uh, the Marvels. All I love. I loved Miss Marvel. I did, I did too. too. Yeah, what? Was that good. was such a great show, and show. we will be nurking that. Like B Rob had a suggestion that we just do a catch up, so we'll probably get this gang together just to do a high overview. Um, go through all the ones so we can get current again. But I loved Miss Marvel. Good five we, six hour episode. Yeah. Yes, we loved. We loved um, Monica. Mm-hmm. And WandaVision, and she showed her powers. Captain Marvel. Um, my theory is that whenever they use their powers, the reason that they switch places is they switch places. There's some sort of connection, and they're switching places whenever they use powers. Be a lot cooler if they announce it. Change places. <laughs> <laughs> or they start spinning in a circle and then all of a sudden change. Oh. Or uh, you know. They do a Wonder Twins power thing. Yeah, I'm 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 happy for them. Uh, the Marvels, uh, the movie, the Marvels, um, because this is actually the you know female empowerment that they kind of give a nod to mm-hmm. in, in the game. But it's just like all the women get together and then they run at the same time. Okay, that's all you get. But this is actually all female led superhero movie. And honestly, besides Wonder Woman. I can't really think of another. Uh, I guess there was Black Widow, uh, but she was dead at the time that that came out. So yeah, that's true. Um, so I mean, it's like a. So I'm really excited to see where this goes and if it becomes more again diverse uh, as far as that. But every single actress that's in this, I think, is amazing. And so it, hopefully the writing and the directing matches the level of 
um, acting that can be in this, but then also just how, how important this could be to little girls watching and, you know, all of that. And, and, and for those listening, not everything has to be about a diversity and, and things like that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, you know, what other movies, superhero movies or anything like that, that where you have four strong female characters working together to, I mean, besides maybe, uh, uh, what was that uh, heist movie, the uh, Ocean's, Ocean's thir- uh, or something, I don't know. Yeah, the female uh, one. Yeah, so so I think that this is has you had been t- Ghostbusters, Justin. Oh, that's right, Ghostbusters, which I actually didn't mind. I didn't love it, but I didn't mind it. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be something that's going to be pretty cool to see. Uh, because we haven't seen it yet in the Marvel universe, and so as long as they do it, do it right. Yeah, yeah as long as they do it, don't right. cheapen it, right? Well, I think the reason that we're all so excited about female diversity is three of us have daughters, um, so we're excited about that. We, you know, we want to teach our kids, our daughters. Cool, it's all right to like this kind of stuff. You want diversity because it brings more people into the fold then you don't have four 40-year-old men sitting around talking about it for two hours. Well, almost a 40-year-old. Um, and then why wouldn't you want more people to talk about this mm-hmm. and to have a conversation with? The more people there are, the more likely you're going to get more of what that thing is. 100%. And that's why I feel like I'm surprised that they haven't pushed X-Men harder because of the diversity it can be with it with Jubilee, Storm, Rogue. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and the female empowerment. Oh, I mean, there's just there's so much diversity. With you could do so much with X Men that I'm really shocked that they haven't left it that sooner. Well, they're waiting on that. But, there there is, but that's also kind of it's kind of the beauty of it is their big master plan. Yeah, and to not try to jump ahead because you know this is what's hot right now. They're, they're sticking to the plan. Mm. I just hope I'm alive to see the master plan. <laughs> and I'm being dead serious. Like, this is so slow. Like, we had to... How how many years have we had to wait for Fantastic Four? Well, well I mean, we've, we've, was, we've had three iterations. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Contractual and all that. So, uh, but, I mean, like we talked about the at the opening of the show, they're releasing, like, 70... 70- things and so it's it it's, feels like it's going slow but when you consider all the movies the wakanda forever Amen and the wasp um you've got the fantastic four you've got uh, american um, captain america world order thunderbolts the mar i mean that's what seven eight movies and then guardians of the galaxy and guardians, yeah. yeah and there's also I, a christmas, that, but, yeah, the christmas yeah. special and so uh <laughs> i remember <laughs> you know, growing up, I remember, you know, we got Batman 89 and I thought my mind was going to explode because it was like, oh my God, we have a cool, uh, you know, and then we had to wait, what, three years for another um, mm-hmm. Batman movie. And here we get seven, eight in the same year. So, so I think it's and some series that, and, and it all yeah, ties yeah. in. Yeah. And that's the thing. I didn't mention any of the, uh, the series that the Disney plus series, which are going to fill in all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it, it does seem like it's like, why can't it just get to Mephisto type of thing? But uh, it's it'll get it was there. a goat. It was, it'll well, get. There. And what is turning? What is 
mimicking or turning into is I'm, I'm thinking of all this visual media that we're getting the movies and the TVs. And then you look at the comic side of it and you've got all this stuff that comes out all the time. And it's like different runs of this and this and this that we're like almost at that or probably as close as we can get at that stage with the TVs and or the TV shows and the movies, just so much shit coming out all at once that eventually like, unless you just have dedicated time to watch all of it, you're going to get behind. And I got behind with the movies and that was a pain to catch up on. And now, so trying to stay up, like it's going to be a second job, just watching all, all my Marvelness, you know, it's just so much stuff. And one fear that I have is that they're going to overdo it with too much at once because we don't want to miss out on anything. We don't want to, you know, we'll watch freaking nine episodes of a show that we only halfway like just to see an end credit scene at the season finale for something that's going to lead into something we're going to watch in four years. You know, like we'll do that just for that one little moment, but you know, there's risk of burnout. Like there's, you get too much going and you're just going to be left with a very small group of hardcore people. And then, you know, you'll have just people catching this and that wherever instead of watching everything. Yeah. Can you imagine those poor, future marvel fans that are born in 2022 and by the time they get to be eight ten whatever it's like oh if you really want to get into this you have to watch these 63 movies first and you also have to watch these 14 other disney plus shows and you have to it's like and the christmas special i'm good (laughs) i'm good and the christmas special yeah that's when they just decide oh i only like this character i'm only watching stuff with spider-man yeah yeah, and then, then you kind of run into the same thing with like you do with the comics. Yeah. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Um, last one on our list, which is a Disney property now. Although it's weird because they've had the ride at Disney for years. Mm-hmm. Avatar, the way of the water. I'm just not excited about this. It's, there's you, you talk about your weight between your first Batman and your second Batman. <laughs> right. When did the first Avatar movie come out? How long ago was I think was it was this? 20 years has I it been that long? I think it's been 20 years. I think it's been 20 years. Avatar. 2009. No. No, not it's been yet. 10, it's been 13 years. Yeah. That's still a long time. That's a long time between movies. I mean, we're getting another Constantine movie coming pretty soon. You know, they've got a long gap there. But I'm excited for it. I shouldn't have even said anything. Now yeah. we're going to be here another 30 minutes. Let's talk about that. <laughs> well, with that one, though, this with Keanu taking it, this kills the Matt Ryan. Any hope of having Matt Ryan again as Constantine? Well, but with DC, and we don't have to go into too much, but with DC, they're very much coming out with just the one off type of. And so, and Matt Ryan has been uh, Matt Ryan. Sorry, that's a different character. What's his name again? Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Peter. <laughs> yeah, Matt Ryan's the quarterback. Tell me his name again. Um, Chris? Uh, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest, yes. Um, um, shit. Anyway, the scene from the <laughs> show and all of that, who is awesome, he's the voice in all of the DC animation. And he so is the voice for me. Very... It is Matt Ryan. I was right. It was? Okay. Yeah. Was, something sounded weird about that. Uh, maybe it's the football in me that's... Uh, anyway. You should, uh, you should probably get that checked out, yeah. Yeah, you should oh, check yeah, that out. It's, it's uh, firmly, uh, you weren't guarding my back door, um, Kyle, so it's in there. Yeah, I'm it's, a terrible yeah. Chinese god. 
So, so I think you can have uh, Keanu as Constantine in this movie, but still have Matt Ryan, the British guy, not the football player, um, as the Constantine still in the animated and things like that. So I don't think it's a nail in the coffin of the Constantine that we love, but I love, I really liked the first Constantine movie. So we'll see. I did too. I did yeah. too. It, I didn't like it at first, but it grew on me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same. That's our review yeah. of Avatar. Yeah, yeah. So going back to Avatar. <laughs> that shows how much we all care about Avatar. Yeah. yeah, back to Avatar. I am excited. The only thing I'm really excited about is just the new landscapes and the new animals that we're going to see because maybe they're going to upgrade the rides at Disney to match that. I don't you know. Mean, this, the two, this, yeah. Oh, but those, I, man, I those, hope those so. Two, those two rides are worth it. That's oh, the yeah, only reason. The, those two rides are the only reason to go to Animal Kingdom. Uh, yeah, the 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 whole. Um, Flight of the Banshee is amazing. And then the, the river, that's the, the most river. advanced animatronic ride that they have. So. so I want before we wrap this up, I want to propose something to you, all, all of you fellas here on the call, video call, the podcasting recording. And we kind of did something like this one time before of who would you like to see play? And so we've got all this new stuff that's coming out. Like a year ago, we we were talking about all the stuff that's coming out and it's like, it seems like it's twice or three times as much now than the last time we talked about this. I would like to do another, who would you like to see play, especially with all the mutant talk coming up now and being more on the forefront. Um, and if you guys would like to get together for that, we can get us a list of confirmed or nearly confirmed or highly rumored characters that do not have an actor or an actress tied to them yet. And uh, just duke it out on who we want to see play that. I could do that. We know I suck at who would be good at playing them, but I'd be good at who we'd like to see. Chris just picks Zach Efron for everybody. So Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Mm. No problem with that. Uh, no, the five the that guy? I would pick hey. would be Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Because he spits hot fire. He could play the human torch. <laughs> nice. <sighs> You're welcome. <laughs> I would be, wow. I'd be down for that one. Yeah. I said we'd knock that one out sometime. I really think for your nerkies, though, moving on from that, is you do like a 30-minute time limit for each episode, for each series, and that's how you knock it out. We so tried that. Than doing one four-hour episode trying to cover everything. Yeah. You got 30 minutes for Miss Marvel. You got 30 minutes for... Yeah, have like the timer up in the top so we can like count down... So we can stick faithfully. <laughs> and then when we were still on the first episode, when it's 29 minutes, 30 seconds, then be like, and then something else happened. Then Wanda came in and he's really bad. And then Dr. Strange came in and so it. And then that's the end. One of the little divers come in with a Nerf gun or a water bottle and yeah. squirt you. I the micro machine man it like. Yeah. <laughs> with like a dog with a newspaper hit me on the nose. It's time <laughs> for the next one. No. <laughs> Rub our noses in it. No, I'd, I'd like that idea. Let's We'll work out the details on that. Mm. Um, so thanks for sticking with us. We know it's yeah. a long one, but we get really excited when we talk about this again, and it's our show, so. Yeah, we do, what, do what we want. Worry about your own self. We do. <laughs> Don't talk about us. Um, Justin, Dr. Justin, B-Rob, thank you for giving up your night. We really mm. appreciate it. Um, you guys are a wealth of knowledge, and you guys are good friends of the show. Thank you so much for yeah. always agreeing to do this for, with us. Thanks for the invite. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. 
Mm-hmm. All right. With that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And wherever you guys are, have a great evening, morning, night, whatever time it is. And please be good to each other. Nerd up. It could get elevated. Nerd up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made up word. MCs shied away from.